So when you hour. want intimacy, you think of a van. Yeah. <laughs> van, van's work. Do you, and candy wait, do you and know strangers? <laughs> Down by the river, I, I, I got a van I got a van parked to my uncle's house with beaver traffic <laughs> so intimate. This is the Best Friends Ask Why podcast with Aaron and Dylan. Best Ask Why episode 28. Disregard the title. Yeah, because this will be the 28th episode. Technical we, difficulty. We recorded episode 28 on the mountain. On this, the mountain. This 27 on the mountain. Oh, yeah, 27. <laughs> Fuck. What mountain did you guys go to? Where, where it was right at the exactly? base of Stevens. Oh, that's so cool. Nice. So. Yeah. It was actually, it wasn't far at all. I mean, it took us on Sunday. Usually Sunday, Monroe traffic is super brutal. But uh, yes. it took us only one hour to get back from the yeah. campsite like an hour pretty much there to here that's dope it was really cool have you ever been to goat lake have any of you guys ever been to goat lake uh-uh. it's this really dope hike up in the mountain loop area and um it's like i think it's five miles up five miles down mm-hmm. but it's a pretty narrow path but at the very top there's a, a glacier lake um that f- feeds off of uh baker and oh, the yeah. peak of baker is like right next to you and it's baker <laughs> And um, and it's just so nice because there's like a like a little free camping area up there right on the lake, and it's just like if you can haul it up here, you can have it and you can stay over That's the dope. night. Nice. It's, it's so dope. <laughs> but the, uh, we went to this place called Iron Goat Interpretive Trail. Oh, really? It's just like this cool little off trail that's probably maybe a mile, mile and mm-hmm. a half long, just uh, on the other side of the river. It just winds back and forth. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of like these. They're not. I, I, I wouldn't even say that they're real camping spots, but they're just like spots that people had cut out. And yeah. just because we had the lifted vehicles, I mean, like Aaron's has some ground ground clearances crossover. Then my sister has a Jeep mm-hmm. and we just like drove down this embankment. And then there's this sweet spot that is surrounded like it's a circle of trees around the fire pit. It's and then, really hard to like monitor the chat and (laughs) (laughs) people are asking questions we'll have to jump back into it like so yeah guys feel free to ask questions we'll jump in there yeah throw your questions in and we'll we'll get in there just remember on the tangents to pause so that we can take questions yeah but we're just it'll it'll be back and forth okay let's get there yeah um this is new to us still but it was like the camping spot was wrapped around because this is an audio podcast that we'll post to other people also so we they are not seeing the chat so it'll be back and forth um but it was like surrounded by trees so at night when the sky was like lit up with stars it was straight through the trees that you'd see it and the fire would be like in the very center and then uh um it was just like this cool ass spot right next to the super rapid section of the river it was and so the the sound was brutal yeah i saw your arctic river (laughs) so literally where uh, the camera was set up to film that Mm -hmm. was a log separating where i was in which wasn't very deep and straight up brutal rapids like if i would have jumped in the other side i would have been holding on to the log trying to not let it take me jeez it was you're saying you you took the kiddie pool yeah yeah dude i went bitch route for sure i was like mad because i couldn't get my head in i was like trying to get down trying to hide my tits really but (laughs) it was stupid fucking cold like it was probably like mid 40s maybe but i've watched too much of that aubrey marcus kyle kingsbury shit and i was like yeah. i gotta do this fucking yeah no <laughs> like my buddy my buddy pori just uh posted a video on his youtube of him and some friends of ours uh summoning vesper peak uh-huh 
which is so dope. Like, because you know when you do a trail and it gets to like a the trailhead and there's like a lake. If you've ever been to like Heather Lake or whatever, mm-hmm. you know how like there's the lake and that's where everyone hangs out, and yeah. then there's those like spires of rocks. Yeah. Like they climb to the top of one of those spires. That's of what rocks. I did at Gothic Peak. It's, also, that's the craziest. Like yeah. there, if you go watch the video, their final shots are like at this like rock cave, like tiny baby, maybe fit two people underneath into the covered area uh-huh. rock cave, and they're like above the cloud line, and it's just like this crazy peak. Damn. It's insane. Yeah, this one wasn't that high. This one was only like I think sixty. Four mm-hmm. sixty four hundred feet elevation, but um, yeah, you're camping probably around five thousand two hundred, maybe about. And then I, I just, just I just took my Nikon and I just walked up to the top, and I couldn't get to the very top because it was straight up like a scramble. Like you'd mm-hmm. have to like like have equipment to climb it. Yeah, it wasn't like a pitch like that you could walk. It was just a wall straight up. So I got as close as I could, but literally it was the mountain butting up and being like a reasonable pitch on this side and then a straight drop on the other. So I have ones where I'm like sitting on the edge and my feet are overhanging this like fucking thousand foot cliff yeah. and there's no one up there. It That's was fucking amazing. Nuts. I can, yeah. I can see uh, Mount St. Helens like in the, that's so cool. It was fucking nuts, dude. It's so so dope. I definitely want to do a podcast up on Gothic Peak. Do you, do you think the wind wouldn't be too wouldn't be too bad? It to was do it? so clear the day I was up really? there. I could hear these dudes talking like at the level we're talking right now mm-hmm. from like six hundred yards away. Oh, that's crazy! Wow. Yeah, and then I and then I just across. said something like slightly loud to them. I was just like, "It's pretty nice up here, huh?" Like at that voice, yeah. and they could hear me, and they're like, "Where the fuck is that coming from?" <laughs> and then they looked, There's and I was, I was like. On another peak. That's so crazy. Way wow. across the way. It was so nuts, man. It's so crazy how sound travels, especially at like high altitudes. <laughs> yeah, at that point, there's no air in the way. There's no yeah. clouds. There's nothing. There's no tree. Like, we're way above so the tree crazy. line. It was just like right to their fucking ears. I could have whispered, like, you're gay. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> Who called me gay? I'll just climb this mountain. Who called me gay? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Aaron, do, are we having some questions in the chat? Uh, yeah. Well, Mahaf C said, shut up. You've used the same nickname since you were five. Um, well, no, Miss Smiley it's Jess said, Goat Lake, are there goats? And I said, there are, in fact, goats. No, there probably <laughs> oh, there is? Is that why it's named Goat Lake? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's probably not goats. There's no one. Um, I've never seen a goat there. <laughs> the Dizzy One asked if we could set up the podcast for live events, shows, and check out Burroughs Mountain. So as far as setting up the podcast for shows, I don't know. That's going to take... Well, the podcast, yes, we can do, but I don't know about live streaming like we are now. But yeah. we can definitely do audio. Um, yeah, like you can take that want. Zoom literally yeah. anywhere and yeah. record anywhere. So if you want to go like backstage at a show, if you want to go on top of a mountain peak, you can literally it has it's no like you're unplugged. Yeah, it's just exactly. like talking into the it's recorder. Mics on your cell plugged phone. into a box that are taking down digital data. It's They're so just nice. Super nice microphones. I guess I was just super conf- nice. Recorder. I guess I was just confused about the question. What do they mean live shows like where we're podcasting and they no, can watch from well, somewhere? Either that or I'm guessing like concerts. Oh yeah. Like yeah. to take it to a show and be like, hey, you guys played tonight. How was it? That's blah, the, blah, I mean blah. that's overall that's the, the goal. Dream. That's that why would be so perfect for you guys. That's yeah. legit why I bought the Zoom. So I had uh, <laughs> I had a back and forth conversation with the people from Spirit Box. They're like yeah. a band I've been super hyped on for a few months now. And I reached out to them on Instagram and I was like, yo, you guys are in BC. When you guys go on tour, I'm so hyped on your music. Can we please talk? Like, 
just come we can even podcast. come up to BC. Right? And they were like, yeah, that'd be cool. And I know I've heard a couple interviews with yeah. like the drummer's been on one and the vocalist Courtney Plant's been on one. But Mike Stringer, the guy who writes all the music, hasn't been on one yet. Oh, and yeah, I'd like, dude. I would love to get him on because I'm like interested in both guitar and drums. Yeah, and that's vocals, so cool. Everything. And he's married wow. to the vocalist. I mean, honestly, I'd have any of them on. Yeah, of Bill course. Crook is uh, the bassist. He's a savage, too. How many um, members are in the band? Four. So just get those extra two microphones. Honestly, all in here. yeah. I mean, that's the goal. I mean, realistically, we'll probably bring like three or four mics when we go to shows, yeah. and then we'll have them rotate if they want For to sure. be on. The I thing feel about- like all we'd need is two, and then we hold our own. Yeah. back and forth and then whoever's talk because we don't want the opportunity for a bunch of overlapping talk for and i sure. feel like yeah. the more mics we have in an open environment the more like environmental noise is going to pick up yeah. definitely yeah. well i think like my idea of what i think it's going to be like is like next to their van you know yeah like, you know they show up yeah. in the van and then we're like sitting in the back of the van or something like that or inside yeah. the recording van. with them yeah like <laughs> or, or a them. green room ideally <laughs> or a green room green room you have a lot more passers-by oh really you know so they'll pop their head in and be like hey yeah a lot of people be like, oh podcast uh, and they'll just like try to disturb you know where it's yeah. like you want that a little bit more intimate so it'd be more separated you can For have sure. that conversation even honestly if there's a park like a block away just be like hey man i'll buy you coffee you want to go to this fucking park and we'll chat there so when you hour. want intimacy you think of a van yeah, yeah. Van, fans work. Right. Do you Wait, do you know strangers? <laughs> Down by the river, dude. I got a van. I got a van parked to my uncle's house with beaver trap across so the side. So intimate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you, I want to talk to you specifically about something that we talked about on the last podcast, but okay. we didn't get to dive into it. Like you were talking for a while on the first episode that you mm-hmm. were on here, um, and then we have to let Ray talk for like forty five minutes because my buddy Colby <laughs> was like, "I just want to hear Ray talk." He's like, he was bring oh. back the Lego guy. <laughs> I just want to hear about the bricks. <laughs> Give me the bricks, bitch. He legit said to me, "He's like, dude, I had no idea that would be my favorite episode of your podcast." He's like, right? he's just so knowledgeable. I know. <laughs> I, I love Ray's episode so much. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Like, mine's all right. Have I met like, Colby? Uh, no, he works with me. No, oh, he, okay. he doesn't come. Like, Face it, dude. Out. You have fans so, now. Yeah, dude. Ray's got fans. He's go. got to start his own podcast yes. about Legos. How, how many followers are on your Instagram? Uh, it's like 660, I think. Ooh. Fucking A. You got to get six more, and then you can stop. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> then, then, then you can just put a hold on followers. It's constantly fun. going up and down, though, which oh, really? has also been with like my... The amount of traffic I've been putting into That's it. That's so interesting. So, um, no, I definitely watch that all the time. Yeah. And you'll see it go up and down. On That's so interesting. I know a lot of people do that whole add a bunch of people and yeah, then turn I around and delete everybody. I yeah. hate that. The I only time follows. The only time I'll unfollow anybody is if I find out they're like a bot or a spammy account. Yeah. Or they but, start yeah. producing content that I'm just like, nah. Yeah. Same. If they like, if they like pivot and are producing something that I'm just like, like if you were a motorcycle page and now you're a beauty page, I'm like, hey, this doesn't really apply to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I went through this one um, thing and like, so in keto, you go through like these periods of boredom mm-hmm. where you start to follow these pages that kind of have all these uh, like these treat like recipes. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the yeah. keto, the, yeah. the yeah. keto, the edge of keto. So like this is hashtag keto slut, but that's what I call them, like keto sluts or keto bitches, is like the ladies who run these 
these keto, uh, they have these Instagrams, but yeah. literally what their Instagram story is, is just every single frame is a new keto product that you can buy online. But mm-hmm. like, you can tell that they're stay at home moms, which mm-hmm. like, I have no problem with. That's awesome. But you're using your husband's money to buy all this stupid fucking expensive <laughs> shit that yeah. I can't afford. Like, show me how to make ice cream and don't show me like here buy this low carb bread and buy this low carb yeah, bread yeah, yeah, and yeah. this fucking thing. You're like, I don't have $700,000 a month to buy keto <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I just need avocados and fucking meat. Like, <laughs> That's strictly what Dylan eats. It's just avocados and pretty much raw meat. Honestly. Yeah. Raw meat. Raw. I don't cook it. Eat it raw. But, but yeah, man. Just so, like that kind of stuff frustrates me. Yeah, definitely on Instagram is like, I'm sure they got into it for the right reason, but then once they start to get monetized, you're just like, do you think we all can afford all this? Yeah, shit? right. But then again, also do what you want to do. I'll just unfollow you. Well, yeah. and I'm sure that there's plenty of people that can afford it, and that's, that's why they keep doing it. Yeah, because they're they're making money. I just noticed like there's that trend with women who do keto is like so much more replacement stuff. Yeah, like everything okay. else is like a version of how do you eat the stuff that you would eat when you're not keto, but make yeah. it keto. Whereas like me, I just eat spinach. Yeah. And and meat and yeah. avocado. That's what I'm. That's what I don't like about vegetarians and vegans too. I'm like, why I are you? Tra- we had, I went. Is. I had the longest <laughs> fucking Facebook war. I think with like Lindsay or something like that. Um, and dude, I just can't. I just don't understand. Like with Lindsay it, Page. I think so. No, she. I feel like she would be on your side because oh, she's hella well, Republican. Probably is like stick to I don't know. Me and her. <laughs> I think it was you and Ben. <laughs> oh, me and her just argue about a bunch of stuff on my Facebook. It was so you and Ben, and then Ben called in another. Oh yeah, person. that's yeah. right. <laughs> Oh, and then I, I just said, like, I, I just commented on it. I was just like, he said something about how eating meat is just like rape and murder. Yeah. And then me? I just said, rape and murder wow. is tight. And then he was like, yeah. I'm so disappointed in you. And yeah. like, oh, have, well. you have you seen and spoken to him since? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I haven't. That's no. like, we're good friends. Yeah. So I, like, I know you. Are. I frustrate him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but. Anyways, sorry. What did you want to talk to me about? Uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> we're the worst podcasters ever. <laughs> so on the last podcast, you, you were like talking about how you wanted to get up and do stand up, and oh, you even yeah. asked yes. me. You were like, "You come do it," so then I have a reason to do it. Oh yeah. And then you didn't even tell me that you had just started, and now you're doing it all the fucking time. Had to do it, man. Had to do it. I had the coolest set last night too. That I'm like, did you? yeah, dude. I had. The most bomb set last night. It was so perfect. It was at Tony V's uh, Comedy Garage in Everett on Hewitt Ave. Super fun room, by the way. I didn't know they were a comedy uh, place. Well, it's just a bar, but they they have a comedy night. Okay. okay. Yeah, they do a lot of music, and then they have a night for a comedy. Monday nights at uh, Tony V's, if you live around Everett, um, great spot to go watch some live comedy. And it's nice because they do an open mic, but they have a feature comic at the end of it who's like been doing it for a couple of years and they're better comics so they do like a tight 15 minutes so it's like there's something to look forward to you're not just gonna hear terrible jokes all night <laughs> but i had a killer set last night it was fun and it was nice because previous last week i took a week off from doing sets because i got sick but the week before that the last set i did i got heckled so bad oh yeah oh, no. yeah it's in the most recent vlog that is about to go up it's you got a, a video of it being heckled i shoot all my uh really awesome. all my sets Fuck yeah yeah, yeah well, dude, that's like that's, that's good i think that's the benefit of podcasts nowadays is there's so many more people joining stand up and so many more people doing it the right yeah. way because you have these huge comics yeah. telling them like telling you all the yeah, tips yeah exactly i shoot all my sets cuz one time i heard burt kreischer joe rogan bill burr 
Tom Segura and everyone else that I listen to say you should film or all record your all your sets. That's why. Well, I mean, like honestly, most people probably think I put all my stuff on Instagram, like all my Facebook Live of me hitting the heavy bag. It's yeah. like an ego thing. No, it's but it's no, purely like, so yeah. I watch it back and yeah. go, "You fucking suck here. You suck <laughs> yeah. here. This was pretty good." Like so tighten the craft. Yeah, I it's watch like, it every time. And I don't. And I didn't post my whole set in my vlog. It's the whole set. It's like one good joke and then or one joke that got a good laugh. All my jokes are pretty good. I like <laughs> um, um, and then one and then the heckled the joke that I got heckled on and it was such a fucking silly heckle. But it like really tore me up a little bit because I was rough? just like, yeah, man, because I like handled it really poorly. Like I was not by any because the thing is, just got it. mad. The right. room was laughing so well before that. Like there was a large table of big black ladies, and they were laughing at everything. Dude. I've heard from choice. a lot of people that like getting black people to laugh is the best thing. Oh, oh it's a great. It, Bert Kreischer defines it as the greatest feeling of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Theo but, Vaughn said that too recently. Yeah, I it's just so podcast. great. But like. They, the room was laughing really hard, so I was expecting to have a good set. Yeah, and I got and so I went outside to go chat with some other comics, and then I came in, not realizing how close I was to my set, and I like came in and like butt my butt didn't even hit the seat, and he called my name, and I was like, oh crap! So I grabbed my set and I went up there, and so I was a little rushed going into it, but. She just she just got after me and I just it's not that I like got mad or anything I just didn't have a good comeback for oh, it like yeah. I didn't have anything witty to say back I was just like oh you got me I was just like oh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like I literally <laughs> responded by going like really high pitch and be like I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> she basically told me she was like it's never funny to make fun of women and I was like oh. I was like are you sure I feel like sometimes it is. Sometimes, and then I just got on to my next joke. Yeah, I feel that's like, where, like those are the. Oh, sorry, continue. Oh, I don't remember what I was gonna say. I feel like that's something that you'll get better at with. Oh yeah, the more time you get. Heckled. No, it's nice yeah. because I it felt shitty at like as it happened, but then like afterwards, all it did was like amp me up. I'm like, I gotta get better at responding to crowds. Yeah. Like, well, I have I to like, work on crowd work and just get better at like shitting on people. I feel like probably one of those set. things too, where you, like you run the conversation you would have had over and over again in your head. Yeah. So now you've got all these comebacks from. That's, yeah. that's what like I was like gonna say. It's like up. I feel I feel like in this day and age, there's specific topics that you should acknowledge that like there's going to be people who are persnickety about it yeah and like specifically right i mean you can pretend in the moment that this dialed comeback that you have yeah is is not off the contrived cuff. yeah but it's like you're gonna have you gotta build no, yeah. those and be like so when some chick is like rape jokes aren't funny like you have a joke for that or like yeah. when this <laughs> then you just blow funny. a fucking cloud in her face it's so fucking annoying too because oh, it said rape jokes yeah I thought you said rape rape jokes it's so it's so funny too because it wasn't even like I don't even think it was like really a, jo a bad joke about oh honestly like it's about how women walk and it's like and I the joke is like that they won't sleep with me and then most hot girls work as dental hygienists and like <laughs> so like so like all I really said was they're hot they don't want to sleep with me and they like to be dental hygienists which is an amazing career and make a lot more money than I can. Okay, so like, be very real and then the next joke was about me being so fat that I'd break a rafter if I tried to commit suicide so like, <laughs> so like I think I do a fair share of self-deprecation before I make fun of anybody else honestly Colleen just, uh, says that she'll heckle the fuck 
fuck out of you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we should get. You should let us know when you're good. Don't go in, and we'll just start heckling you. To the, the beauty of if Colleen came to heckle me is I have plenty. Of <laughs> <laughs> I've known Colleen since eighth grade. I she just leaves crying you. and everyone's laughing. <laughs> I could I could get into like the uh, multimedia multimedia burns that you see in like roast battles nowadays. I just throw up some pictures from eighth grade and she'd <laughs> cry. There you go. Like, how about this emo thing? <laughs> no. I, I stand by the fact that I think when Colleen had Haley Williams hair, it was the best hair that she's ever had. So Haley Williams hair. He's calling you out right now. He's saying your hair's dog shit now. And you need Yo. to step it up. <laughs> Gotta go back How to that carrot line. That's I, rude. And I found this picture of her at, st- at Stage Night Club the other day. Me and Pori found a picture <laughs> that was fantastic. Did you guys like group jerk off to it after? <laughs> <laughs> That's let's, a heckle that made him super uncomfortable. <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say it's not a flattering enough picture for me. Too, uh, He's like, put the other ones. I have done. a hard yeah, time yeah, full yeah. of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Band shirts really get me. <laughs> oh my God, look at this girl wearing a black Dolly Murder shirt. She oh, shops yeah. at Hot Topic. Oh, it's so heavy. <laughs> Just like my loads. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but yeah, dude, I just like, God I just kind of got into it. What are you doing, creature? You're licking my belly. <laughs> yeah, your belly. Um, uh, trying to take some of that fat off the rafter. I know, dude. I heard about this thing called, like, it's like uh, cold cycling or something like that. I don't know what it is. It's basically they stick this thing to you and it freezes your fat down. And it's like they suck it off oh, and, it's like party, and it's like, yeah, yeah cold sculpting. Yep. I'm going to try that so shit so bad. I've actually done a, like a budget version, like for a, two weeks. I want to do uh, it. Got just one took of those, some ice cubes. I got one of those. <laughs> big ass, with popsicles. Uh, <laughs> big ice uh, fucking ice packs. packs. And I would strap it to my body. Oh, really? Yeah, because of my tits. I'm hell insecure. Yeah, dude. No, tits, I feel dude. you. My tits are not great. At least you have, like, belly below. Yeah. I've always you got been rid a of the belly. tit meister, dude. Really? Like, my tits uh. have always been forefront, and it's the worst. It makes me so, yeah. like, I'm so uncomfortable. The second I take off my shirt whenever I go swimming, it's like, I do straight to arm cross shirt. Yeah. Just so, like, my, my tits ain't out. Did you use these mics when you went camping? Is that yeah. what's like fire? I can yeah. fucking tell. <laughs> <laughs> We brought the experience to you. That Ray's, one got Ray has a out. fresh one. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, man, I just like I was really nervous about it, and then I finally was just like, I gotta go. And what what made me do it actually is a lot of uh, um, not a lot, but some open mics in the area have Facebook signups. Oh, okay. So like this place called Bob's Comedy Drive had a Facebook sign up on Tuesday, and the list comes out Wednesday, and then the show is on Thursday. So I just put my name down, like, like if I don't do it, I won't do it, you know. So I was just like, put my name down, and I got on the list, but I got on the bump list. So I had to do it the next week. So Pori signed up with me, and we both got up that week, and so nice. that was nice. the first time I ever did it. And like, once I got the first time out of my way, like the first, I still get nerves before I go on stage and everything, but I hear comics who have been doing it for 20 years say that still. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't think it'll ever go away, but I definitely am getting more and more comfortable. Yeah. That first one's the most rough. Oh, definitely. And then you get up there and realize, oh, this isn't oh, terrible. Like, even shit. even if every nobody laughed at me for the whole three minutes that I'm up here, it's mm-hmm. still only three minutes. Yeah. yeah. Three minutes can go by seriously quick. Well, I just think the benefit Painfully of... Quick. The benefit of the way that you're doing is like you have this backing of all these podcasting and you're doing 
everything all at once. You mm-hmm. started like multimedia immediately. Like, so yeah. you're doing, you're starting a podcast, which, uh, what is the name of that one? It's called Life Lemons and the Pursuit of Happiness. All right. So that's with Pori Prom, who's mm-hmm. fucking stud as well. Yeah, dude. I haven't uh, talked to him in a long ass time. I was, yeah, like, man. We, didn't show, we talk to him the other at day? At a show, yeah, for yeah. like a quick second. But, at the Vale of Maya show. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then you're also doing like vlogs and stuff as yeah. well. And and do you have any other plans for like your YouTube channel? And what I don't know. I've been thinking about well? doing a food, uh, like a cooking show with Tanner Campbell called Two Fat Fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Down. And we just cook like really ratchet meals, yeah. like n- nothing special. Like I'm not here to show you how to cook the coolest meal. I'm here to show you how to cook a really functional meal. Yeah. So microwave some and like and like really good fat people shit, like nice. shit that skinny people just won't wouldn't think we don't of even on their know own. about. Yeah. And you can have Mayor Bible come on because I swear yeah, to God, that Ghetto Food Network. That dude doesn't fucking eat a green ever in his fucking <laughs> no, life. No. Ghetto Food Network. Hashtag Ghetto Food Network. If you search that anywhere, you can find whatever Marin's eating on a given day. <laughs> he posts like, where do I get the best version of this every fucking day? Like, eat a salad, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I've been think- so I've been thinking about that and uh just constant expansion is kind of what I'm going for. Um, I st- I want to keep my focus on stand up though. Like yeah. Yeah. I I said it in my first uh, podcast. It's like I'm sorry, or I, we said it in my second podcast. I'm sorry if like this stuff doesn't come as regularly as you'd like it to. But honestly, this is all like backing for what I really want to do, which is stand up. Yeah. Is a way for people to get more and more of me, so they would like me more enough to like maybe come see me tell written jokes well that's what podcasts yeah. started out as mm-hmm. was for corporations and shit to have a secondary platform yeah. for people to find them on and we want you to get famous so that you can come on here and then everyone will funnel here because yeah. we're better than you dude <laughs> i'll be i'll be a re- i'll be a regular <laughs> yeah damn straight he'll be our young jamie who does com- who does comedy yeah dude nice. so we're just like right now our plan is to just like spend a couple of years in each city and slowly move closer to la so we want to go from here to Portland, Portland to San Francisco. And then from San Francisco, we're either going to go to L.A. or we're going to jump to either Chicago or New York mm-hmm. and then to L.A. I love the idea of New York, but I've heard a lot of weird things about what the comedy seller has turned into lately. I just feel like the what I've been hearing on the podcast is like L.A. is the absolute yeah. spot. And I don't see why you'd go to New York if you could go to L.A. As, a, as an up and coming comic. New York is a lot better to get more spots in a night. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, there's in that you just walk sp- down that, the block or whatever. in that one part of the village. There's I think like ten clubs that are recognized that are good. Like yeah. the cellar has two. There's the stand. There's the fat black pussycat. Like there's all these clubs that are super important. Like and L A has a lot of like cool yard spots. Like a lot of cool open mics. But that mid range of like. I'm not. I'm. I'm a little bit past open mics. I'm ready to start doing spots or at least trying out for spots. Yeah. Um, L.A. like doesn't. There's not that really that middle ground. There's like the big clubs and then there's the open mics and then in New York there's like everything. Uh-huh. But like I said, the seller is kind of. From what I've heard, I just listened to Bill Burr and Steve Byrne talk on Bill Burr's podcast about how the seller is almost becoming like a uh, kind of PC haven, where they're like, because that's where that Louis set happened was yeah. the, at the oh. cellar. It's like, and there was like PC people there, and they were like freaking out about it. And it's like this guy's just trying to do a set. Just let him do a set, regardless of what you think about him. 
Even it's, if instead it's just jerking off on the crowd. Well, the fact of the matter is it's an art form and you have to respect that it's art. Regardless yeah. of what you think of the artist, respect the art form. Don't get in the way of it. If you don't like it, just like step aside, for be sure. quiet, don't be in the club. It's fine. But honestly, for people to be like, the seller should never have Louis there. It's like Louis helped build the seller mm-hmm. to be what it is. Like Louis... Before this all happened, Louis was arguably the funniest man in America. That's the hardest, like, like the fallout that I think I've seen. Because yeah. it was, wasn't it, like, semi-consensual, but just awkward yeah, as some, fuck? The thing is, he would yeah. he would ask, and then he wouldn't always respond to a no. Oh, like, okay. You know, like, Sarah Silverman talked about it really lightly. She was just like, yeah, every now and then we'd be driving down south, like, to San, San Diego, and he'd whip his dick out. And sometimes I was like, cool, and sometimes I was like, nah, man, put that away. I love Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Sarah Silverman's just a very real person, yeah, and I yeah. love how balanced, and, like, she knows exactly who she is, and I think no, but, like, very few people have that. I definitely don't fucking have that. Yeah. But Sarah is very firm and confident in who the fuck she is. She knows. You know I'm super hyped on right now that Ooh. I just can't wait for them to get like super big. They're already getting there, but su- like Theo's transcended life. Like yeah. he's <laughs> going he out exploded. of the, he's going out of this universe. Yeah, but he's still doing he uh, clubs right now. His tour is a club tour right now, right? Yeah, but in Melbourne he just sold out like a 1700 seat yeah. place and he just started coming on podcasts. That's like, what I'm saying. Like ago. I don't think he should be doing a club tour. I think he should be doing a theater tour right yeah. now. Oh, definitely. now. If he does he's not doing it this year so well, I Well no, think- he he is. I'm seeing him next week and where and at i think it's the more or the next oh really one. so this uh, is one, like i a, think it got upgraded this is like a the club more. theater i think Cl- he, clubs and theaters yeah yeah so right now i think he's like <coughs> on the tail end before he films his special so he's yeah. doing the theater run i'm so now. psyched to see a new theo special can't dude. wait i didn't really i didn't watch the other one I, I mean i tried to and i wasn't into it that much his first one yeah but no, I his first one is very person. weird it's like it's a comedy central one and he's like Figuring out like who he is still, I feel like in that set, like he because he came from Louisiana to L.A., so he's very L.A. in that set, and it's just like, you yeah. Know. Well, I think also after he got sober, it really yeah. like amped up. Yeah, that changes like what, a lot of stuff. What he's doing and what he's capable of. We had one uh, person say, uh, "If you have a cooking show, make slutty brownies, <laughs> which is cookie dough on the bottom, Oreos in the middle, and brownie mix on top." I'm hip to that. <laughs> Somebody write that shit the fuck down, bro. We read what their name. That was, was Miss Smiley Jess. Ooh, oh, nice. Of course, she yeah. knows. <laughs> she can give you a whole supply of ideas. Like that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, man. Forget what else. Yeah, I'm the fat one in the family. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, genetics. God, it's the worst, man. Me too. I got that also. Yeah. I like eat the least shitty well, see, stuff. Like my, my sister family. and my brother, they're both twigs. It's not fair. <laughs> That's a bunch up, of assholes. Yeah, yeah Christopher yeah. is super. He's yeah. super, super skinny. Yeah, I like it's, they get it from my mom. So mm. yeah. you got fucked. Yeah. You got daddy issues, and you got the big bones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bad, big bone daddy issues. <laughs> That's his rap name, Big Bone Daddy Issues. <laughs> <laughs> Sub dog on Big Bone Daddy Issues. Who I was talking about was Beth Stelling. Oh yeah, dude, I love Beth Stelling. Uh, so I think like the most important thing about. Uh, 
about a comic, and, like I mean, it could be considered hacky, I guess, but is cadence and oh, vo- God, and, and yeah. like vocal manipulation. Yeah, and the way that she uses her voice and her cadence makes what she says so much fucking funnier. Like if you look at Mulaney, John mm-hmm. Mulaney's a murderer, and it's because of the way he says the shit he does. Yeah. Same as Tom Segura, Jesselnick. Yeah, the way that they say stuff, Jesselnick will get a little dry for me just because he does it the same. Well, he exact is super dry. Way, yeah, yeah. It's just like if like, he. Um, if he does the same joke the same way every time, I get like, okay, I've seen an hour and a half of dead baby yeah. jokes. Like, give me maybe like a dead cousin joke. So are you referring to his recent special? Yeah, yeah. we got through 45 minutes. You got to listen to Caligula. Caligula, what's that one? It's, a, it's an album he put out a while back. It's on Spotify, so you have no problem okay. finding it. Caligula, it is so fucking funny, dude. Yeah. It's. I think it's way better than the special he just put out. The I special, liked the special I, before that one mm-hmm. a lot. I yeah. really liked that one. I watched it with Jordan Tisdale and we were dying. Yeah. I loved this special, but I agree with you. It's not his best stuff, yeah. for sure. I think Joe Rogan in the last three specials he's put out, like, I mean, like, I am a diehard Rogan fan, mm-hmm. but I honestly think, like, his stand-up in the last three specials he's put yeah. out, like, where he started doing the bit about Kim Kardashian and, like, space aliens and shit. I love the Kardashians bit in Strange Time, or is it in... <laughs> Where he gets it's up on the stool, he's like. <laughs> I thought no, that was triggered. Yeah, was that he does oh, that. Yeah. triggered, and when he's I doing know. yeah, when he's doing uh, um, fucking what Bruce or when he's doing yeah, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, yeah, <laughs> squatting over Bruce while he's sleeping. He's like, <laughs> you can be a woman. Oh, <laughs> 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 he's like so excited about it, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, do we have any more questions in there? No, not right now. Okay, good. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like as far as comedy goes, just to round, round that topic off is like if you live in the Western Washington area, support local comedy. It's the coolest thing. There's so many clubs that do. There's so many places at random that do open mics. Like just to name the ones that I go to regularly, I go to Bob's Comedy Jive in Tacoma, Shaka Bra in Tacoma, uh, Local 907 in Renton. Jesus. Where are you um, living right now? Right now I live in Everett. Oh really? Yeah. Just driving. Um, yeah, I'll drive. That it's so funny because like I so I go to those ones and I go to uh, um, Americana and um, um, Jai Tai and uh, Seattle Comedy Club or um, Seattle Underground Underground Comedy um, in Seattle and then Tony V's in Everett and it's funny because there's like pretty much three very separate groups of people that do these three scenes yeah and there's a couple people who you can see who are working their asses off and actually going, going to, to all three and it made me feel really good about myself when i went to that uh tony v show last night because i was like man not a lot of people are traveling outside of their area to do these open mics like yeah. and i'm happy that i'm one of the people who's actually like working to get in as many sets as possible a week so i'm um, it made me feel pretty good it about definitely it. seems like when it, when you're doing all the things that you're doing the vlogging recording your sets doing a podcast like all those things are like when you listen to like Bert talk about it those are like the recipes for success like yeah a, a comic nowadays has to be a marketer yeah and oh like yeah totally I feel like everyone has to be a marketer yeah. in yeah. order to do anything Absolutely. outside of the normal yeah if you want to do something that's not a desk job that's yeah, yeah. like well, we started out doing this as a podcast but now it's like Aaron like does the blog yeah. thing, and now we need to do twitch and we're gonna try and put out more episodes and it's because people it's want to be... get to know who they're who they're being entertained by on a personal level at this yeah. point we're tired of the the tablet guys between us and like famous people mm-hmm. and like we all at this point know that famous people are real people so we want to know how real they are 
Absolutely. Yeah. The Dizzy One ninety four says booking a stand up with Steve Hofstetter. If you want to open, Louis yeah, G. message me. Okay, message me on uh, on anywhere, and I will definitely <laughs> fucking do that. <laughs> you know, heartbeat. That, that's probably Mike. Yeah, that one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, Mike. I really appreciate it, baby. I forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> I totally fucking forgot what I was gonna what I was gonna say. I hate myself. Oh yeah, we were talking about Marketing. supporting. So yeah. you're talking about like supporting local comedy. I've been like posting this on my social medias pretty heavily in general, but I think it's how important it is to do any little amount of support yeah. for everything that you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Just because like in this world now, like the mainstream norms of how things are produced, like regular tv and like things are on cable and things are on radio and like all those walls are being completely completely broken down Mm -hmm. and so also the amount of things that's in the world is is coming up yeah but how important those small like appreciations are for the overall thing is insane like if you like a t-shirt Try to buy it. If mm-hmm. you can't, share a post. If yeah. somebody posts a YouTube video, even if you don't want to, like, if you're not going to watch all their YouTube videos, it's okay to still go hit subscribe yeah, and skip over it. I have so many channels in my YouTube that I've subscribed to that I don't watch their shit. Yeah. But it's because when I want people to succeed more than I want, like, more than I'm like prideful about what my subscription mm-hmm. uh, list looks like. Yeah, I yeah. want people to be happy and I want them to do what they want to do. So like I will share those things on my Instagram. I share music on my Instagram. I share local bands on my Instagram. I'll share t-shirts on my Instagram. Like I share all my shit because how yeah. easy it is, how easy is it for people to skip an Instagram story? You hit tap. If you don't want to see what I post, that's fine. You tap one button and it moves over. Yeah. But if, if for some chance you do want to see that <laughs> thing, it's also one click away as exactly well. it's like so easy for me to put out that there's things that i appreciate you post a thing about coming on like this live stream today i threw that up in my instagram yeah. story like these companies have a way of like making us addicted to them also but there's a way for us to like say fuck the algorithm and interact with this community we've created yeah absolutely and- and you can do that by those little small things like liking all your friends' posts and sending them to people when you think they're funny and hitting subscribe and, and, and taking the extra second to actually type in a like a, you know, an, the fucking web address yeah. to go visit somebody's profile. Like those things, even if you're not that interested it's okay to like get traffic to them yeah because everyone like it helps overall absolutely if you if you hate me if you not if you hate me but if you really just cannot stand my content but you want to support me i'm fine with you just putting it on and hitting play on it and just like leaving the room i don't care like give me a view just leave the browser open yeah dude just like (laughs) like whatever you want to do i appreciate any support like i really do but it like it is so important to do the little things to support like, yeah like hitting like when you see a post and not just yeah. like like i am even a problem i have a problem with like looking and then scrolling yeah but like just double tap shit. yeah exactly like, if it, really it holds your attention help. for more yeah. than like 10 fucking seconds yeah yeah because yeah, like things track engagement and then more people who aren't the people like so the reality is, is if we ever want to be successful with these things like greater than just for fun they have to go outside of the realm of your friends and your family and the only way to get that way is if People friends and family share yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. so and friends and family start doing your part exactly. <laughs> and, the fu- and the funny thing about supporting local comedy dude is it, like 
you, I know what you're probably thinking. It's like, well, a tap or, 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 or whatever, or a subscribe is a lot easier to do, Dane, than actually like going out and paying for a ticket or whatever. Most of these shows are free. Yeah. Like, all they like at the most they you, want you like, to buy a drink right? the most expensive place i've ever gone for like somebody to come see a, a open mic is comedy underground in seattle and it's just a five dollar ticket damn and but i very I, I i've never even gone up there i've gone up in a million other places coffee shops and and little bars and things like that where it's like there's no drink minimum. nobody's like they might be like oh two drink minimum please and then like if you really don't have the money, like I've, I go to plenty of shows where I just don't have any money, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have the money to like buy anything, but I'm gonna go up and do comedy here. So I'm like, that's you're what contributing I'm gonna do. in that. Yeah, way, exactly. Right? Like, it, whatever you can do, if you're like struggling to figure out what you want to do for a night, show up at a place that's having a local like open mic for like. 20 minutes see four comics and leave it's not that it's not that hard but yeah. like you could see somebody that you really love and then in 10 years when they get a special you could be like oh my god i, I saw, saw that, that guy dude. live at a fucking <laughs> thai food restaurant I, started. <laughs> yeah. thai food I got restaurant. this lit pad thai and then <laughs> it's, it's it's so easy to come and help out like i personally don't invite anybody out because i'm doing open mic comedy it's like signups so it's like i could i could not even go on depending on how the signups go and if i do go on it's three minutes to it's three to five minutes so like i don't want anybody to have to come out to see just me like but if you want to come out and like watch comics because i usually stay there all night if i go out like if, you if wanna you're already co- there yeah if you want to come out and see comics feel free to come see me if you're like friends with me or whatever like if you just want to come out but i don't like asking people to come out to just see me because it's like it's kind of a waste of your time yeah. if like if you're not into the comedy yeah exactly in like i appreciate the support support me in other ways that's why i have like the, the youtubes and, and the vlogs and everything so that if you don't want to just like come out and see me in seattle for three minutes that's fine but like go watch my vlog or something like and that and share it for sure yeah Absolutely. check me out dude like and come listen to this podcast that's yeah. on right now. <laughs> the busy one said go play tacoma comedy club open mic and he will go okay i will i have been meaning to everyone when i go down south tells me to go do tacoma and laugh so I need to go down there and do that. Let's eventually. I have a question because we're trying to open this up. We've just been ignoring Ray for like forty <laughs> minutes. So got lost in the comedy. What do you hole. guys have? So you're we. You guys already got pretty heated today. In the group <laughs> chat. Show, shows going down in the group chat. The emojis were lit. <laughs> getting, gifts were flying. There was gifts flying. There was toy gun emojis yeah, flying. Yeah, which is really in the funny head. because the layout in the conversation on my end, those you were shooting yourself in the head. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuck me, fuck yeah. me, fuck yeah. me. Yeah. Like, well, you, in, you well, in my emojis, it was supposed to be a fucking revolver, and then I put it on like Facebook, and it's a squirt gun. gun. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker! These PC motherfuckers. <laughs> so I threw some syringes in there, because everybody knows fentanyl kills. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guys' uh, so... Have do you dive into the world of DC movies? I yeah, okay. um, I haven't seen a couple of the newer ones, but that's just been lack of time. I totally respect DC for <laughs> what it is, 
but it's not Marvel. Um, no, movie-wise... Um, <laughs> Dane's got a smirk on oh, his I know. face. You want, what, are you pulling out research? <laughs> no, no, I just... I'm Because, like, the thing is, I think people are going to be, like, think expect this to be way more rude than it actually is. Oh, but yeah. Me and Ray have had this discussion enough times to where we, we're pretty, we like, set on the yeah. grounds of, like... Yeah. Our, um, it's just funny. Aaron, about it. Aaron brought this up the other day. We had this voting thing for when we want live <laughs> oh, yeah, streams to be posted what, what day of the week, and it was vote for Monday. Monday or Friday, and we got three votes, and the like. Ray voted Monday, Monday, and Dane voted Friday, and then we had one sway vote, and Aaron had to text Dane and be like, "I promise, there's more than like two votes. We didn't just pick like we didn't just pick Ray." <laughs> well, like the only reason I said Friday is because I need more weekend content. Yeah, like uh, I I have a lot of stuff that comes out on Mondays and Wednesdays, but I don't have anything really that comes content. out. On, well, maybe we'll have to switch. I mean, don't switch. A win for me, DC. Yeah. It's, I mean, There's plenty of wins for DC. You don't have to give it. I have a weekend life, so I don't need more weekend content. Yeah, you have a kid and a wife. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just I sit. I just sit in my room, like and eat Mexican and food? sleep and eat Mexican food <laughs> and wake up next to the fucking <laughs> container. Well, late, lately we've been putting out like two a week. Yeah, I know. Kind of crazy. Been killing sure. it. Yeah, trying. Um, no, I just voted for Mondays because I listen to a lot of your guys' content, whether it's like on my way to work, leaving work, or when I'm doing uh, a lot of my Lego stuff, especially, is yeah. when I listen to a lot of the content yeah. that I do, I don't which think is always after the wife goes to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. either me or Ray expected us to be the only people to vote on that. Yeah, we, were, no, we just dude. both voted for like <laughs> yeah. what we were feeling. That's like, what yeah. I'm talking about. That's the, the whole That's like support yeah. local friends doing yeah. shit. Like, vote vote on a poll. Vote there on had, a poll. There'll we had be 60, 60 people, people look at it and three people Are vote. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Jeez, man. Just, just click. It's so fucking easy <laughs> to click one. Yeah. I mean, like, I get it when I put in a box that you have to enter text in. You're like, this is too hard. But if you're... <laughs> Just clicking an already made yeah. box. Come on, man. Just click. I mean, to be to be fair though, there's there's probably a lot more people who watch our story than actually are listening to the podcast. Yeah, like, well, uh, like there were a lot of names in there that I knew, that like you, personally. Yeah, I've I, I have friends that I like don't see for years at a time on my Facebook. Obviously, like everybody else does, and like. I vote on their shit. If somebody posts a poll, I don't really care if yeah. I don't yeah. know you. Yeah. Like, I'll vote on your poll. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. give you my opinion. Yeah, with my Lego. You will page, take I my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I got one of my questions put in an Andrew Baina video the other uh, day. I didn't oh, know that it was in it, but I, or that I was watching it today, and like it was like Dylan Whiskey Alpha. I was just like watching it for fun. I was like, oh, that's oh, cool. That's oh me. shit, What's up? famous. Then I watched a bunch of videos about six string jet. And like, <laughs> God, I just wish I knew how to play the fucking guitar so bad. What's your guys' opinion on this new Robert Pattinson? And choice for uh, I'm I'm fine with it. Love it. Uh, I saw a post that um, it was just somebody messing around, but they would love to see if it's Robert Pattinson playing uh, the the kid in Batman Beyond um, and bringing back Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. That I ship. I ship I it. I ship it because so oh, I like I did so I, like, when I was a kid. I, I wasn't. I wasn't smart. I watched a lot of Batman and stuff like that. Same. Um, so I like. I loved Batman Beyond when I was a kid. Who didn't um, though? Like exactly. Batman Beyond was one of those like like argument transcending yeah. shows. Like even people who don't like comics or like superhero stuff was like, oh, it's Batman Beyond exactly. on the WB, bro. Exactly. <laughs> so like if if that happened, like I'd be so down. I I'd go see that in theaters, no problem. I, 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 I yeah. love Michael Keaton though too. But uh um as Robert Pattinson as a, a actor, I never have seen any of the Twilight movies. I actually I don't think I've actually seen anything he's done. 
I don't have a negative opinion. I've I only know. heard Nathan Vanderpool talk about oh. how fucking awesome oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. I've seen him I've seen me, Twilight but only recently. Me and Nathan came up with this together. We both decided as a, as a group as a team he that was Robert Pattinson is Bay. <laughs> okay. He is in fact. Let me just bae. let me just break it down on the Rogan mics. <laughs> on the Rogan mics. Um, okay, so check this out. I rewatched before I, before I knew that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. I definitely checked out like I rewatched all the Twilight movies. Okay, loved them. Yeah, actually, like if you if you break through how you felt about them when you were a teenager and you're like, man, man, Twilight's dumb. I don't like it because it's what the yeah, girls like. Exactly. Like once you <laughs> once you like are an adult and you watch these movies past that, you realize that the writing is pretty decent. It's mm-hmm. an original story, which you don't get a whole lot. Yeah, like Stephanie Myers, Stephanie Myers yeah. wrote an incredible story, and for people to bash it because it's like. Either it's girly or you don't like how like because it's what is it young, young yeah it's young adult yeah. Yeah. yeah young adult. if 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 for some reason I'm sorry but from like a film lover's perspective it was a they're good movies yeah the story is good they're shot impeccably well they're really fun to watch the acting is good like fuck anybody who tries to tell me that like the acting isn't good because if you actually pay attention to how like um. Like Bella's character actually is. Yeah, you get to see her subtleties between the way she acts around, um, around uh, Robert Pattinson versus the way she acts around Taylor Lautner, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's very. Um, you can look into it and realize that she's doing really what she should be doing. She's very yeah. entranced around the vampires. She's very playful around the werewolves. It's like she did a fantastic job. And for people to just be like, oh, she's just a curmudgeon. Like, I think like, that's, that's how this... people don't really like her in general, yeah. or her acting style. That's, that's so dumb, though. Yeah. It so, becomes a meme. That was before like memes were a big thing. Yeah. But it becomes a meme at that point. It's like once people start to dislike someone for something, like even a couple people, mm-hmm. it becomes it like spreads. that's yeah. the pattern. And everyone's like, fuck yeah. that bitch. Yeah, exactly. For, for me, the whole Twilight phenomenon uh, when that was all happening, I was working at Spencer's at the mall. Oh, really? Oh. And so they had so much content <laughs> and material and stuff that was there that it was just shoving down our throats. And it drove me insane yeah. that I'm like, I don't want anything Excuse to do with me. it. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's like when you keep like personal life and work separate. Yeah. Like when big fads were happening at Spencer's, <laughs> I was the person over there going like, this isn't cool. Exactly. And, that, and that's <laughs> fine. I'm so done with the stuff it was throwing down. And that's fine because I do that with stuff now. It's like if it's a lot, it's too much for me. I don't want to like jump into like that fad. But if you just come at it yeah. like a couple years later after it's all died down and you can really, you can genuinely assess if it's good or not. And like Twilight was good. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I was actually the same. I had the same opinion I enjoyed about the shit out Harry of it. Potter. I didn't oh, watch really? any Harry Potters until just a few years ago. Oh, my yeah. wife threw those oh, at me. Oh my god! I love so Harry good. Potter. So love good. Harry Potter. Got but, uh, deep in it. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was so fucking deep. I was like to Chelsea, like, I was like, are we doing anything today? Can we can watch, we watch another one? Like <laughs> after talking he, about that, on after he Instagram finished song. it, he kept sending me things like, "I'm a Gryffindor." <laughs> <laughs> are you? Have you taken um, the test? <laughs> uh, I didn't take the test, but Chelsea, like uh, multiple people, have just been like, "Definitely, you are. You are uh, definitely for sure." But you should go on and take the test. And find out what kind of wand you have, what your patronus is. But what if it tells me I'm not a Gryffindor? You take it multiple times. And <laughs> take it until you get the answer I, you want. I, I, no, it genuinely does. Act, it, it, it's it's very accurate. Like yeah. it, like because J.K. Rowling wrote the test herself. Okay, oh. so it's like yeah. Uh, Pottermore is her page, so it's yeah. where she keeps the canon. So oh, Pottermore shit. is arguably the most canon place to find like. 
Harry Potter truths. Does it tell you you're gay too? Yeah. <laughs> it said, you know, um, once you go into the American houses, like the American school for witchcraft and wizardry, it tells you uh, what part of LGBTQA plus <laughs> you are. Um, I heard a rumor the other day that she announced that she has four more books mm-hmm. in the works. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the Harry about, oh, about Harry Potter. Potter yeah. Oh no, fuck. So yeah. hopefully they're about him yeah. as an adult, as an yeah. horror. Because I always wanted to hear like oh, an horror yeah, no story. Way. I always want to hear After an horror he'd story. After he be fucking too. Yeah, he'd be, lay- <laughs> he'd be laying pipe and putting putting evil wizards to sleep. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I just fucked I'm that psyched. guy. Now I'm about to fuck you, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm psyched. It's, 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 it, fucking whatever. Ginny. Right? Hold up, real quick. We got. The Dizzy One said Marvel movies, but DC Comics. Yep. Miss Smiley Jess said Marvel. And then she said movies based on books are beautiful gifts to the fans. And then started screaming at us Mm -hmm. and said, but we notice what is different (laughs) and all the missing moments. Yeah, of course, because a book takes you a month to read and a movie takes you two hours to watch. You cannot fit the amount of emotion, detail, like the the emotional journey you take in reading a book is so much greater than the one in a yeah. movie, surely because the amount of detail that has to be packed into your sense, to your senses in an amount of time is not fair. If, so if yeah. you could, if you could figure out, if you could choose like what's the better way to do it, to do book first or movie first, what would you choose? With Man, mo- with anything realistically, because like I watched Maze Runner, all those movies, and I was like, these movies are those. sick. I love those. But people who read Maze Runner were like, "Fuck this." YA yeah. books that are being turned into movies, best situation, because YA is is like you don't get like these insane people who are like, it has to be like the books. <laughs> like it doesn't. It really doesn't. And Game of Thrones showed us that perfectly. Yeah. And for anybody who's going to sit here and like, okay, I'll make my official throne statement here. <laughs> I'm going to counter it just with the fact that the overwhelming majority of people I've heard said that the latest season was not as no, good as the and others. The, and that's the thing. I have, I have tweaked this statement a couple times now. I, I understand and agree that the eighth season was not as good. And yes, I I also understand and agree that it's probably because they didn't have source material to go off of. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is people were complaining about this since season one. People were bitching about this since season one. It's not like the books. It's not like the books. It's not going to be the books. Yeah. And now that there's no books to compare it to, yeah. it's it's not as good as the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have but a, the other stuff still wasn't exactly. as good as the book. People yeah. are always going to complain. Oh, the fact of the matter is, like, uh, the writers of Game of Thrones did something and put something on the table that'll never that's never been done before. I can't say that it'll never be done again, but it's never been done before, and it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. And if and if anybody like wants to come talk to me, feel free, bro. <laughs> like, I know. I honestly know nothing about it. I Dan mean, like, I, and you can add him. I, I got yeah. in. I got in by uh, by memes was yeah. the only thing oh, okay. I know. Like once the Arya started murdering mm-hmm. the Night King and shit, I was like, "Oh, this is great! I know yep. about it yeah. now." But I've, I haven't seen a lick of it. Oh, really? I walked in on my cousin watching it one time, and I was like, "Why are you watching softcore porn in the living room?" <laughs> and he was like, "This is Game of Thrones." And I was like, "Oh, I've heard of this." Thank yeah, you. dude. Um, to answer your question about the <laughs> book or movie first, I I believe that the book has to exist first to have that content to make the movie because no, I mean, I'm uh, talking about cons like, like cons- reading, consuming. For, reading it first. Oh, consuming? So if, if they're I, both I am, out at one okay. time, what would you do? I first? would definitely see movie first. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah, you yeah. appreciate the writing more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the movie or the show. You, you, if you 
experience a movie or show enough to where you end up reading the original content, that means you enjoyed what you saw. Yeah. If you go into that, then you read the book, you're like, oh, there's so much more here. Yeah. It's like the deleted scenes. Yeah, it's like the ex- extra content. And you find, you get excited about that book. You enjoy both concepts. And you have a visual representation of yeah. the characters, too. Because I remember yeah. with Harry Potter, I read the books, and I had a visual representation of what Harry looked like. And then Daniel Radcliffe came out, and I was like, it's not exactly it. They got really close, but it's yeah. not exactly what I had in my head obviously because yeah. and then you think about that though. Yeah, yeah but you it sits in your head um no i did the i actually with hunger games my sister really mm-hmm. really wanted to go see the first hunger games movie when it came out and i was like all right well you read the book she's like yeah i was like all right well here i'll read the book beforehand and if i like it i'll take you to go see it read the books like oh this is good when saw the movie and i was kind of like meh like i mean the movie was good like it was really good but yeah. you have those back of the brain thoughts of like oh they didn't do this or they didn't do that uh my biggest it wasn't as good as the books right well like so my biggest <laughs> my biggest thing about movie versus book my basic biggest experience was uh you guys ever heard of aragon mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so if That's you guys have not re- one, right? yeah if you guys haven't read those books they are phenomenal how they old were actually, you where were you like in your life when the first one came out the book yeah um I don't know because I actually started reading them when the third book was about to come out. I was in fourth grade when the first book came out. I think How I was you? at the end of high 25. school. So I was in 10th grade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't start. I don't remember when I was reading them. My brother actually turned them on to me, which is funny because we oh. rarely saw eye to eye not mm-hmm. like we argued about but like we you just, and your brother look so different i fucking forget your brothers every second of my life until right? you start saying like my brother and i'm like who's your bro- oh yeah yeah <laughs> no um but uh like he showed me the aragon the first book uh right before the third one was coming out and then so i read the first one read the second one was super excited read the third one and then i'd wait like two years for the fourth one which is yeah. the last one um but uh uh-oh <laughs> I hope my brother feels old. <laughs> That's her every intention is make me feel. Old. I'm married I mean, to someone seven years younger. I really, than me. I always feel old. I'm, I'm so down on the scale of like how many books I've read. Like yeah. really none. No. Even Lord of the Rings, I've I think I skipped multiple chapters because my dad made me read it uh, one time because I got grounded. He was like, "You have to read this before you can play Halo again." Cool punishment. Yeah, he was like, "You have to read this before you can play Halo again." And then there was like certain times I'd seen all the movies beforehand, and so reading yeah. the books, I, I I definitely enjoyed the books, but I probably also missed out on it because I was yeah. salty the whole time. I was like, "Motherfucker, I'm <laughs> trying to play Modern Warfare four, like Modern Warfare." You fuck. I got a book for you, bro. Yeah, uh, I I just can I audible it? Yes, because I, I will. I, I audible. I it? really would be super down to get into fiction books and audible. This is I not most. A oh, it's not. It's a no. nonfiction. Okay, well, super down. Anyways, so okay, it's it's um Pete Holmes's new book. It's called Comedy Sex God. Oh yeah, yeah. It is. I'd say it's the best book I've read in the last five years. Really, Pete Holmes seems like the kind of guy I would put out the best book you've read in five it's, years. It's unbelievable. I was doing a sixteen-hour shift um, on uh, Memorial Day. And I was in, I was at this lumber mill just by myself. I was the only one in the entire lumber mill. So I just listened to the entire book six hours through seven, seven hours. And I just listened to it straight through because I couldn't stop listening to it. It was so amazing. Damn. I got a free credit right now. Ooh. I know. That's the thing. I had six free credits and one of them was going to expire and I was just like, might as well. Yeah. yeah. Get it. 
It's I, so good. Please I got this. Read it. I got this book recently called uh, "I Will Teach You to Be Rich." It's like oh, some yeah? finance book by this Indian dude who's like I strongly recommend for people who are like, if you're young, highly recommend this book. I mean, if get you're your if money you're not right young, it's a good idea to young. get it in into it now. But it like teaches you about like how to get in, like how to get into investing without it becoming like without you being like a salty bitch about money. Yeah, which I really enjoyed because like Aaron read this book called Dave Ramsey or like Dave Ramsey. I know Dave. Yeah, it he's was like total money maker. He real whatever. fucking like hey bitch like about <laughs> everything you do. He's no, like pull yourself Dave. up by your bootstraps, otherwise I'm gonna fuck you with my long dick and <laughs> my long money dick. This guy was not that way as much, and so highly recommend that book. But yeah, I I definitely like. I understand how valuable books are, but yeah. I just never have the fucking attention That's, span, man. I, I when I get into a book, like I am there and I'm stuck. Like I, I series of unfortunate events is the only thing so that I ever did that. Okay. I think I, there was multiple of those like thirteen so books yeah. that I read them in an in one day. Like yeah. I wrecked a whole one. Um, no, I when I get to a book, but it's so hard nowadays, Shit. especially having the little one at home, and like I'm doing so many other projects with the Lego stuff and just yeah. stuff with family. That you just gotta read like really gnarly books to her when she goes to sleep, right? Like, <laughs> don't read children's books. Like read like Game of Thrones. You're like this guy got read her scary stories to tell yeah. in the dark. <laughs> there you go. No, and uh, that's <laughs> actually one thing I'm excited about podcast. is I did recently get. All of the Game of Thrones books, mm-hmm. um, which I want to dive into those and read them. I've never read a single one, but I yeah. loved the show. So going back to like what we were talking about, like I prefer watching the content first and then going back because there are certain things about the books that I know of that weren't in the sh- in the show. That like now I want to read it because I want to know how that really works. Yeah. Have you guys read any of the Game of Thrones? Books? I'm doing no. the exact same thing you're doing. Is okay. I'm about to um, start reading the books. <laughs> but uh, but no. Uh, back I- with the Aragon comment i always shame myself with oh. with fiction books i am mm-hmm. always like i'm like yeah it's a waste of your time mm-hmm. even though i'd i'd love like when sabrina drops a new season i'm like fuck oh, yeah. So yeah riverdale just dropped yeah. new episodes and me and chelsea are like yeah like fucking <laughs> stupid hype you know yeah dude Riverdale's so good. It is good. It's getting mad spooky. Too. Have you watched the new ones? No, at all? I'm, not it's getting weird. I'm not caught up. It's getting weird. I like it a lot. But Sabrina is fantastic. Sabrina, too. but this is like this season. I know. There's like some. I know. I've heard. There some hasn't shit. been some like connections yet, but there's like some. some I know. Weird. I've heard some shit, ah, dude. It's sick. Oh, please check it out. If you don't like Riverdale, it's so fucking corny. But watch <laughs> it. It's amazing. Like hey, it's so good. Really quick, I want to crank through a couple of the topics that you want to get through while we're both here because I have 45 minutes until okay. I have to take oh, off. Cool, yeah. So wait, what um, top? You were you said that like as if though I anything you've time. got for Dane? If you no, if you have anything for me and Ray together, oh, I like, don't want to. What you, did you guys want to discuss? Because this was kind of your brain yeah. You child. guys were like, we're in, we're fucking taking oh, over. We're just coming into yeah. just coming into yeah. bullshit at the <laughs> same not? time. That's what are we doing? Right? Whatever enjoy, we can get to do, mic time. Well, you guys know, like I always share your guys' content as yeah. much as I can. Yeah, and, and we then, appreciate the fuck out of <laughs> and it. And so when I like came on the show last time, like I shared all this stuff that like had me involved, and I felt like more of my followers were more in content, like with talking to me about stuff too. Yeah. So I enjoyed that <clears throat> to bounce to you guys as well, and I hope that some of them came in through to view. But I was like wanting to do that again and then Um. him and i were talking i was like you know what if you guys have a return guest I want to be here before Dane, <laughs> to be here first. I, first. I definitely, when I first came on, I was like, I'm going to be the first recurring guest. Yeah, see, exactly. Um, we broke no. the system, guys. Go. We got them there both go. on at once. <laughs> you guys but, uh, have been on three times now. This is your third time. Oh, yeah, because we did the Oh, shoot, review. I forgot about the car one. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was a good one, too. We were I in the car together for an hour almost, yeah. and you forgot? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. forgot because I wasn't there. We were all naked. Hey, we invited you. I know. Multiple times, and know, we even tried to was, shame you. I knew that was all on me. <laughs> um, but no, um, I guess shared inf- stuff, uh, DC, Marvel stuff. Like, yeah. I don't think the Batman movies are the greatest thing on the planet. They're the Christopher good. Nolan ones? Yes. Those are like the most I think redeeming. They're like close there. They are, they are fantastic. They yeah. are great. They're the best piece of DC cinematic. Like, yes, like, absolutely. Like full-size yeah. s- full cinematic yeah. that well, you're going to get. Michael Keaton. The Michael Keaton Batmans, they were just because he was a great so Bruce nostalgic. Wayne. Hey, 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 hey. No, I hey, think I think no. I honestly don't think yeah. that a Marvel movie has set the tone for a movie and kept it as much as like a movie like Batman Begins. Yeah. Or this or The Dark Knight has has done cuz that movie when I watched it again in theaters with uh um what's the dude who killed himself or Heath, Heath, Ledger. Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. When he does the laugh and shit. Oh, yeah. I've never like I I got fucking crazy chills. Yeah. And like the tone of that movie is like ominous as fuck the whole time. Yeah, yeah wait, Ray, who which one of the uh Marvel superheroes <laughs> Got so into their character that they killed themselves. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, none of not them? use oh, heat like that. No, oh, none of them. You do not use heat like that. None of them. None no, of them. Oh, okay. No, no. God damn it. Um, <laughs> you mean Than- no Thanos? No, no Josh no. Brolin did not kill Josh himself. Josh Brolin isn't jumping off. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um, oh, it's probably because he's you watch fucking out. He purple. Might, he might try and purge half the world though. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's still that. That's I can see Josh Brolin. That's because the shot. Avengers would let him. <laughs> oh, hey, they bring it back and then they make a confusing timeline for Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still haven't watched Homecoming. I so I, it's good. I, I want to see. No. Okay. So, just to like. Like let people in on everything. So basically, me and Ray have this ongoing like argument discussion about about Marvel DC because it's, just, it's like it's like uh, it's it's just like any other rivalry. It's yeah. like it's like it's rivalry. Fun, yeah. It's fun to it's goof fun. off about, yeah. and it, and there will always be a discussion there. I, but yeah. I think we're both on the same page as far as Marvel has done something that nobody in film Absolutely. has ever done before. Yeah, ever. They've brought some. They've brought back. They've rein, they've <laughs> they've reinvigorated something in comics that that uh, could, would have died without what Marvel's done in the cinematic universe. Yeah, their movies are the best superhero, like the best longest superhero like running storyline yeah. ever to be put out. Who was the first? Was it Iron Man? Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man, Iron Man was, the, was first the first one. one. Okay. Yeah, and so. I think we can all so thanks, agree on that. We can all say that like what Marvel has done with this, their cinematic universe has never been done before, and it's the best that's ever the w- best it's ever been done. However, <laughs> as far as story writing, sheer content production, and original like stories and graphics and artwork in books, I think DC holds the crown for the best comic book company and when it comes down to it we are arguing <laughs> comic book companies but and i'm not saying that that Does makes it, I have dc a question. better doesn't isn't there like a 
like multiple times in which Marvel has like jacked characters from DC. It's gone both ways. Yeah, it but kinda, Marvel's it, done it, it more. It's, it's kind of like how many fucking superheroes can you really yeah. think of? Yeah. yeah. So eventually you're gonna get like but similar it's like powers. And Deadpool and like, are like straight up. Oh, Deadpool is straight up a cop. Yeah, right? yeah. definitely. Yeah. And like and like the same thing happened with uh like um Shazam and Captain Marvel. Yep. It's like it's like Shazam is pretty not the Captain Marvel. Or, yeah, that you not, guys are. Yeah, exactly. There's a because the original written Captain Marvel is a is a is a boy. Yeah, and he's kind um, of more like a Superman. Type. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and so like it's it's kind of just like tossed back and forth. It's because because the superhero themselves are not necessarily the IP that you're most focused on. Yeah. The IP that you're most focused on is the storyline and the humanity that you can put them through. For sure. And in that, like both companies have done their own. I very, will say that Mar- DC has a continuity of having a stronger content and they were thrived off of it for a long time. Uh, Marvel, they had a lot of struggles for a while. That's why there's actually the issues with so many characters not being able to combine for so long with the Marvel movies is because Marvel actually almost went bankrupt. So they sold rights to the incredible Uh, Hulk to universal studios, Spider-Man and the, uh, no Spider-Man's at Sony Fox had fantastic Four, daredevil, so it was just a um, really Ghost spread Rider out. and X-Men. Um, Which hurt them for so it long. It did hurt them for a while with some of the movies. Like, I mean, where they're at now, it doesn't matter. Because they, the they had this Avengers plan long before they oh, yeah. had the rights to all these superheroes. They were like, so we need to start buying back all these yeah. superheroes. Technically, they actually still don't own the Hulk anymore. That's why. That the, so the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton <laughs> yeah. is so good. actually a Universal that. Studios <laughs> movie that Marvel movie. put on. Yeah. Um, it's part of the MCU and everything, yeah. but it's uh, it's it's totally separate. And now they will not make another Hulk solo movie until they get the full rights back. That's why Thor Ragnarok was yeah. very much it's basically Thor a Hulk three movie. Hulk movie. Well, from I read um, something to where they're basically splitting up Hulk's solo movie into all. of Yeah, he's the got other, a whole arc throughout yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. three movies is like yeah. a character arc. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. psyched for a Hulk solo movie. That'll be so nice. I just don't if think it's they can give it to Mark you Ruffalo. Think, you think they won't like? Uh, I kind of hope they don't. Just because by the time they have the licensing for it, I'm yeah. sure I don't know if Ruffalo would still be around to do yeah. it. Not that he wouldn't be dead, or if he's not burnt out. I, on I, it. Out, yeah. I have a very serious Marvel question though. So I went down this rabbit hole of watching these videos where, like, um, you know, when something is getting close to ending, like you, like there's conspiracy theories come yeah. out about like. But I watched this video of like Mark Ruffalo basically spoiling Ragnarok. Did you see that? Oh yeah, no, he's actually him and Tom Holland mm-hmm. have to have. <laughs> people with them at their interviews now really because they've the both slipped out and said certain things now is it a uh, slip or are they like fuck this shit no I'm no no drop. it's totally slip like well at one point there's an interview i think it's mark ruffalo so mark sounded like and, he didn't give a fuck uh, <laughs> well, no, no, no. so mark ruffalo and don Cheadle, yeah. uh, war machine they were in an interview and like they're just talking about something else and mark ruffalo is like yeah everybody's gonna die yeah about infinity war and you see john Cheadle just go <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. No, like, and so, like, that was a legitimate. Like, you watch it now, it just looks like he's having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was like, oh, like he had some backlash for a little while. Yeah, uh, people thought based on that interview. I just kept reading these yeah. things with, that was like Mark Ruffalo is unhappy with no, the way no. that. Yeah, and no. I figured it was just all hutzpah, but like, yeah. uh, Tom Holland messed up too. He actually went to a theater, like you know, how some actors go to the premieres, yeah. yeah. like come out to the crowd and say hi and everything. Uh, for Infinity War, he thought he was coming out 
after the movie had ended. Oh. He was coming in before the movie started. Oh. And he's like, I'm alive! And everybody's oh. like, uh, like, the whole crowd just goes silent. Like, what? And then, like, no. you just see people, like, come up to him. And he's like, mortified, like, what he just did to everybody. Yeah, dude. So now That's he, crazy. like, yeah. Um, what's really funny, though, is... Marvel has actually played that to some advantages. They've yeah. had uh, Tom Holland and Ruffalo put out some content on their social medias. Yeah, it's where it looks do. like they're accidentally slipping yeah. something that this is actually their official announcement it's for what certain they things. That's to market. so yeah. funny. I love that they did that. Yeah. versus like cutting Tom Holland. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there else? some sort of weird thing going on in uh, one of your comment sections on the newest Spider-Man trailer that it like revealed something about Endgame? Yeah, it has uh, an well, Endgame so, spoiler. So they had a trailer. For Far From Home that even came out during Yo, Endgame. Just and before it, you say this, I have not seen Endgame. So okay. Relax. You haven't? No. Um, We're going to spoil it. It's been yeah. months. Figure it's it out, Dave. It's been months. It's been months. I will not go out of my way, but if I say something, yeah, 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 yeah I'm, not, I'm not tripping. Um, <laughs> so... Give it the time. How are they having a Spider-Man Far From Home movie if Spider-Man's dead from Infinity War? Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, people are coming back from the dead, you know, stuff like that, or yeah. something gets fixed. A lot of people then speculated maybe it's a prequel before Infinity War, but it That's just didn't I make thought. sense. But yeah. the, the trailer, it's it left it open to interpretation. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks after Infinity War was out, they announced, yeah, the okay, you can, you can spoil things now. Like, people have waited yeah. long enough. So they actually the they did a poster. new trailer with... Spider-Man Far From Home that has Tom Holland doing like a minute long intro saying this is spoiler full from Endgame if you have not seen yeah. this mute it change a channel whatever yeah. you have to do if you're in the theater you're in the theater go fuck yourself right <laughs> uh, if you're in the theater for Infinity War shit happens <laughs> yeah I literally um, when we went to go see John Wick I sat next to Ray and I was just like listen if that fucking trailer comes on you warn me yeah. immediately oh, and yeah. I'll earmuffs and close yeah. my eyes and hug um, so he, they tell him and then you watch this new trailer and it's a completely different movie, which I think really? is awesome. Like you watched between the two trailers, um, especially if you saw the original trailer before seeing Endgame and then seeing everything else, you're like, okay, this is post Endgame. Spider-Man does come back. Um, <laughs> some people don't make it. Um, and have you watched the trailer today? No. Yeah. Okay. So fucking go watch Endgame. <laughs> I cried like a bitch. Oh yeah. So did I. Hard. Totally. Did. Totally really? Did. Like multiple oh, yeah. times. Yeah. Like like couple times from excitement I almost cried yes. and then I cried from sadness multiple I times. I saw Ma the other day and as we were walking in to go see it I was like I got people who are going to be so mad that I saw Ma and haven't seen fucking Seriously. Endgame. It was Yo, so good. Okay, dude. but Hold your horses, because Ma was actually a really good movie. Was it that the one with Octavia anyway. Spencer? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's super good. Because um, Gianni from so Theo's fucking was on it, right? funny. So f- oh, I'm was sorry. he funny in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, the whole movie is it's very funny. Fun. Bloomhouse is doing this very interesting thing where they're like, "We're we're making original horror movies, but we're making them the way we want to." Have make you seen them. Tucker like, and Dale vs. Evil? I love yeah. that. Movie. It's an incredible. Movie. I went I to Universal and and did their uh, horror maze, the Tucker and Dale vs. Evil horror maze. Oh, oh, right. So awesome. fun. Have you ever seen the show Reaper? No. So no, Tucker and Dale. Um, there's I can't remember which one is who. One of the brothers is the guy from Firefly. Yeah. The yeah. scrawnier one. Yeah. Okay, the other guy, the chubbier guy. That's uh, he's Tucker is the blonde one, I okay. think, and Dale is the fat guy. Okay. Uh, then Dale. 
that actor is in the show called Reaper. If you've never seen it, I wish it was still on Netflix, even though I actually own it on DVD now. But I found it on Netflix, and I was like, oh, this is Ray, like you're so thing. 30. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, I got the box I bought set. it on DVD because it's not on any stream. Oh, so that's why I bought it. 30-year-old say. I bought it on Amazon. The kids told me about it. I got it at half price books. You know what the rest of us do? We pirate it. Oh yeah, no, I do that with every all the Mar- uh, the Star Wars cartoon TV shows. Yeah, I pirated all of that, which are really good, by the way. Um, You're not trying to pay for that Disney platform. When Fuck, Disney no. Plus hits, I will totally buy that. Oh, okay, absolutely. I want to see the Mandarin. No. I want to see the other Marvel TV shows. Well, no, Disney out. just bought out Hulu. But they're still doing Disney Plus. Why? Because they can double profit. Because you own who? Why? You're not going to make any money. Yeah, they will because they're exclusifying the pro- the. Product. Yeah, but that's dumb. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna get Disney Plus. Bullshit. Yeah, some people are gonna get Disney. Everyone's gonna get Disney. No, not the same amount of people who, uh, who have Hulu or Netflix. Not I guarantee true. you, they won't have the numbers that Netflix has. I only has. have Hulu guarantee because it. I don't have cable. Though. I would put and fucking you know, so much money down to say that the number of people in the first year who subscribe to Disney Plus is not half of what Netflix has. Not I, think, it I think you underestimate how many children there are on this planet. And I then if they too. put out some sick Marvel and they are. Star they Wars have. exclusive shit. I just don't, don't think it'll I, I, I don't think it'll hit. The shows that they've already talked about that are doing exclusive Yeah, support? dude, I mean, don't get me wrong, like like Dude, I can, literally think like I think they can make an insane amount of money just based off Pixar movies and children. Yeah. There's so there's That's billions oh, yeah. of fucking dollars oh, yeah. in how many times you're have you seen see... Wally in your life? How many times so have you seen cars many. in your life? Bolt. Zero for Wally fucking... once for cars. You haven't seen Wally? No. You also don't Why have a kid. Why the fuck would I watch a movie about a robot who picks up trash? Because it's, it's the best Pixar movie. It's just not. It's just not. Also, also the best Pixar movie. Also, the best Pixar movie I've guys. There's e- a retard on the podcast. Okay, excuse me, but. The best. Uh, what I'm saying is like the best Pixar movie ever made still doesn't like, like if I have the option to watch the best Pixar movie ever made or any Tarantino movie, I'm gonna rewatch a Tarantino movie before. I re- you but kids. you're not their demographic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I can understand but that. that, that, demographic that is set, like, how many Disney demographics is Disney huge? Worlds made up of people shit. who don't have wallets. I'm telling you, like, but their parents despite, do. Despite Tarantino yeah. existing, Wally's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I'm sure. No, and I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's not a movie I fucking. But the to movie, see. like the amount of emotion that Wally can portray to you without words being said yes. for like the first like, like hour and a half. The of amount it. of emotions that the water in Moana can portray without words is insane. Like I. love love Moana. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There are movies out there that are going to be on this Disney Plus platform that I would like. I really want to see, but not enough for me. And like, I'm not saying go buy Disney Plus. So I'm just saying if you're talking shit about Wally, you're going to catch these fucking hands. It's not even just send up either though, because like all the Marvel stuff's going to be over there. It's gone from yeah, Netflix. It's going to be gone from Netflix. Think, all that stuff. I still gone. think it's not going to have the same. I, I, amount of I don't see myself buying it unless exactly. it ends up like unless they just. Steal John Bernthal and start yeah. making Punisher. I, and you, uh, but, but you have no. you have you have the family plan on Netflix, and you have Red Bull TV. Like honestly, that, that's what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. people aren't going to be like. I'm going to tack an X because how much is it going to cost? Twelve, fifteen? No, actually, they're saying it's going to be under ten bucks. That's that's good. It's that's like, a rarity for Disney like to underprice something. That's yeah. crazy. I heard it was be like to make it more bucks. accessible to the people. Yeah. Fucking a Disney. <laughs> Congrats <laughs> on being normal fucking people. I have for like once. in this conversation, I have no like qualm 
siding with you morally, but like realistically, the As appreciation the world, yeah. of content that Disney puts out is they're one I of think the their viewership biggest is be high. companies. I think I think I think the the amount of people who subscribe is going to be high. I think the viewership is going to be high. I don't think it's going to be at the level that Netflix is at. Maybe yeah. Hulu, but I also but think not Netflix, Netflix is fucking hemorrhaging money, making yeah. a lot of fucking TV shows that I personally yeah. won't fucking. And then touch. Disney's going to fucking I watch, swoop in see, and like, scoop up Netflix. That's, that's your that's number it. one hobby, it seems though. It's, like uh, no, besides, I would say, I would like, say stand up. Is, besides, well, I mean, like, but that you're pursuing that as a, your career. That's your passion. Yeah, I mean, like your number one time filler of which you choose to fill your time leisurely is 100. percent Yeah, consuming visual yeah. entertainment. And I'd say 80 percent of America is with me on that. Yeah, yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that th- those 80 percent are going to side with me and being like no Disney Plus because there's people out there. The thing is, the people out there who like have the money are obviously going to be like, "Oh, I have all the streaming platforms. It's like easy for me." But like, we're underestimating the amount of people who are going to share passwords. I mean, not yeah. that not that people don't do that on every other platform. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you have to understand that. So, if if nobody had anything, everybody bought Disney Plus. Then you minus the amount of people who aren't that into Disney stuff or aren't that into uh, like Pixar stuff or whatever. Like well, it's, see, it's not also their demographic. Star Wars, it's Marvel. I know all of that, but I'm Those saying like huge. Yeah. And but every, if I had a dollar for every time I like try to talk Star Wars with somebody and they were just like, fuck Star Wars, fuck Lord of the Rings, fuck, <laughs> fuck all that stupid nerdy shit. I just like dirt bikes and monster energy. Like I would never work a day in my life because I'd have all that fucking see, money. I'd have a dollar There's, just for I every have a question. I have Who the, what kind that? of fucking dickhead? <laughs> Do you hang out? Right? Yeah. God damn, Lots. there's a lot of Kyles in Dave's life. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no motherfuckers who do all that shit to me. And oh my God, that's a great I've man. maybe met like two or three that's people. That's what I'm like saying. That. There are these people out there who are just like, I have no desire to take in that content. So you're, I'm just saying, you minus out the people who are like, might get it. And like, because like the thing is, I'm a huge DC fan, but guess what? I subscribe to the DC universe, and then I unsubscribe to the DC universe. For their c- content's not good. <laughs> not true at all. They have like <laughs> nine, they have like seventy percent of the entire like comic library. So on there. they'll do the Christopher Nolan movies, and then they'll make Ben Affleck Batman. And or no, it's Batman it's or, mostly yeah. made up of their incredible comics array. Well, oh. it's mostly like made cartoons? up of like comics, cartoons. Well, they're. Um, DC cartoons, powerful. Well, it's, oh, yeah. a, it's yeah. an amazing yeah. array of R-rated adult cartoons. Yeah, these are yeah. not cartoons where they put on the WB for the kids. Guys parents. These are cartoons yeah. where, and like Teen Titans, the the like old school cool yeah. Teen the Titans. Teen they Titans. brought it back live action on DC Universe. That's so cool. That stuff is really? so awesome. Oh wow! But it doesn't. It for me, it Gotham didn't, seemed really good too. I started it yeah. a little bit. And for but for me and my wallet size and my budget, it just didn't make sense to tack on another bit. Yeah. When there's still a bunch of it on Hulu, there's still like there like it just didn't make sense. See, that's the thing. When there's still a bunch of it somewhere else, yeah. But Disney Plus. Once it's all gone off, because they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Once it's all gone, I probably still won't do it. And the thing is, I think there's going to be a <laughs> lot of people out there who feel that way about this Disney Plus, who feel like. Like, it's so cool. I just don't know if I'm going to tack another. Like, there's going to be kids who are like, Mom, please, please get fucking Disney Plus. Dad, please. And the dad's just like, listen, you have Hulu. 
You have Netflix and you have Amazon. That's so much stuff. If you can't get what you want out of those, please go outside and play. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're underestimating the amount of good parents out there. I think we're underestimating the amount of fed up parents out there. I think we're underestimating a lot of things. Like, cause like yeah, how a, many fucking subscription services yeah, there are already? In, in a on perfect everything. world where I had the money to afford all of these, I had the time to consume all of these, and I had the desire to want to see all these, of course I'd fucking have Disney Plus. Are you yeah. kidding me? Even if just fucking Pocahontas was on there, I'd fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch I Pocahontas Because I paint right with now. the colors now. of the wind, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so on that note, Miss Smiley Jess says favorite Disney character. Oh, that's a good Peter fucking Pan. question. Peter Pan. Peter Pan, Always really? Peter Pan. Explain. Because he never I wants to grow up. I never want to grow up, man. <laughs> I've got over a hundred different Lego sets. <laughs> I, have to Star Wars. I have to say, as far as like adults who are enjoying their life, I'd say Ray is probably like one of the m- one of the most grown people that I know who is still doing just fine, doing all the stuff he loves to do, and like f- said, "Fuck it, I don't care if Legos say for ages ten to adult." It's like I don't give a fuck. Uh, it's to ninety nine years old. Oh, is it? Yes. I, I remember <laughs> at one point I've got time. You <laughs> at one point it said like to adult, and I was just like, yeah. well, that's not fair." But yeah, no, I think that's specific. If you're hundred, Ray, Ray has anymore. the ability to have the Doesn't most fun. As an plus. adult, yeah, I think so. So, um, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, that derailed my point. He complimented me. I'm so me. sorry, weird. Peter Pan. Weird. I'm, uh, never, no, Peter I'm Pan, so sorry. I'll sure. never compliment you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, uh, Peter Pan. He's disgusting. my favorite. Uh, I don't know. Just as a kid growing up, like that was the one I was most was excited for. What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, gotcha. um, but then, like. Going into like live action when they did Hook with Robin Williams, yeah, oh, so good, so good. That movie alone is why I, I still get excited for live action stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that is where it originated for me. Yeah, um, and just I don't know, just a lot of the Rufio. different elements. Rufio was Rufio. awesome. Yes. Um, no, just it's always been Peter Pan. That's for so me. cool. And then the second would be Hercules. I oh, love yeah. Hercules. Hercules was. Dope. I like I that Hercules. little tiny Jello guy in Treasure Planet. Flubber? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Treasure Planet is one of those Disney movies. Why aren't they making a live action Treasure Fucking Planet? Super good movie. Yeah. Totally worthy. Uh, Atlantis is actually one of my favorite. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Disney I had all movies. the. I had all the Atlantis figurines. I had the entire <laughs> Atlantis <laughs> set. Dude, yeah, man. Like those movies are the ones that should be getting live actions. Although I did hear that Aladdin is fan fucking tastic. I heard it. Was I really want to see it. I'm glad that it's good. People are Let's mad go. about Will Smith, yeah. but I think Will Smith no, probably think... put as much into what he can do to oh, respect yeah. Robin Williams. My oh, yeah. my roommate went to go see it the other day, and he yeah. said to me, he said, "I said, what did you think of the genie?" And he's like, "Listen, dude." Nobody's ever gonna be Robin Williams, and take and, that away. And and, and Will Smith fucking knows nice. that. Like he knew it very well. He did the perfect amount of like homage to Robin Williams mm-hmm. while still making it his very own genie. Yeah. And I'm loving that. I want to yeah. see it so bad. My it's wife dope. and I are gonna. I say like no to you guys. Know her. My <laughs> wife, uh, Selena, and I want to see that as well. Um, Aladdin's probably my top third. Mm-hmm. Um, Simone loves. Aladdin, like her and I nerd out about Aladdin. And, oh yeah, uh, Twenty One Jump Street all the time. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, Aladdin, Aladdin's my favorite Disney it? character. Um, so she's already seen it like two or three times. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, 
Uh, I don't. I really don't know what the movie. That's my like. I like Treasure Planet. I like Atlantis, but those are, those are kind of hipster choices, to be honest. Like, yeah, totally. They're like yeah. they're they're ones. they're they're late D, uh, late Disney. Yeah, it's I'm trying to figure Disney. out what are the ones that like I watched all the ones the time. you grew up with. My yeah, two my know. two are Aladdin and Winnie the Pooh. Like those are like Winnie my, the Pooh is mine. Like I love Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is what got me into Disney. Winnie the Pooh has been around in my life since I was very little. It's like a TV. Show I went to around, House at Pooh Corner too, right? preschool. It was everything. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched I a had, lot of Winnie the Pooh. I had the TV. VHS movies. I had everything. Like, and uh, if you guys haven't seen Christopher Robin, like, it's so good. I, I need to so see that. It's on so Netflix good. now. I think. Yeah, yeah. it's super so excited. I do want good. To that. Ray, yeah. I've always wanted to see it. I cried so hard. That's one of you and McGregor. Right? I bawled. It, yeah, yeah. I it, love you and McGregor. Literally, so. like it was like one of the first like big dates that I took my girlfriend out when we first started dating. Uh-huh. And then and, you like, cried in front of her. I cried in front of her <laughs> for the first time, and I'm just like, in there bawling, and like she does. She's younger. She's six years younger than me, so she doesn't have like the same emotional connection. To Winnie the Pooh that I do, yeah. So she's Who's like, what the fuck is your problem? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to welcome bald. to our world. I fucking yes. bawled. It made me so like it made me so happy. Sad. It was amazing. <laughs> but Aladdin is my favorite uh, Disney character just because like he's like scrappy man. He lived rat. in the big city yeah. of Agrabah. Street rat, fucking monkey on his shoulder, stealing apples and shit. And then he got to go on this magical journey. He's the m- least likely person doing the most amazing thing. And that's why I like Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah, super, For super sure. good. I think it was Aladdin and Pocahontas or like had the two. They had dope. these two video games when I was a kid. I think it was on yep. like the first. Se- I think it was on Sega Genesis. Or yeah, it was because I had. I those. played those all the time. The Lion King game, I think, was the hardest too. fucking yeah, game. Yeah, it was yeah, very in difficult. the world. Yeah, I love that movie. Lion King. Lion King. I'm Lion really, King. I'm so fucking hyped for the live action Lion I King. I always every time I've seen the trailer, I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? It looks insane. I always considered um, my dad Mufasa. Like my, <laughs> I those that's the correlation I made was like Mufasa and my father are just like the same Who's thing. Like James Earl Jones, <laughs> yeah. Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Yep. But like I, I would even like to the point where I would say like my dad kind of looks like Mufasa. Your <laughs> <laughs> dad looks like a Well, my dad has had a. Do you have an uncle Scar too? My dad's had a uh, like a big, for that a big fucking <laughs> mullet his whole life. Like nice. uh, my dad's had the most. How are you doing mullet. on time, dude? Um, I got twenty minutes. Okay. Oh, I uh, best no, Disney I w- song. Oh, let it go. No. <laughs> oh, um, no. No, but honestly, I think it might come from a newer newer movie honestly. for me the song that i probably like get stuck in my head the most and i'm yeah. like get out is uh make a man out of you from Milan. yeah that's, oh, prob- that's, yeah. Probably, that's probably the one probably that sticks that. in my head that's the most uh, soundtrack that i can listen to the most would actually be tarzan but okay. i love yeah it's phil, phil fucking yeah, collins exactly, exactly a genius <laughs> yes. a god amongst you can men feel it coming in the air tonight yes yeah that yes. drum solo well, is no, just the whole fucking even that exactly. or like i want to know oh, actually yeah, yeah. now that you guys say tarzan is probably my favorite like that's the one that i watched the most yeah i watched the hell out of that when i was kid i think my favorite song is the bare necessities Super popped into my head yes. the other day and I was like oh shit uh, yeah what's the song that the monkey king sings in that I want to be uh, like you yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to walk like you yeah. talk like you <laughs> that fucking jam uh, Bare Necessities actually <coughs> uh, Celine wants to get a tattoo for her grandfather that's uh, got blue with um, the I don't know why I can never remember the full line but the 
forget about your worries and your strife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like they watched that together. Really oh, oh, that's cool. Okay. That's super cool. That's dope. I know the aristocrats is, is looking. The aristocrats. Hella, aristocrats, aristocrats is hella good. Yeah. I yeah. like that, that one. Good. That's definitely the Siamese favorite. cat song in Aristocats is so great. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Aristocats or is I that thought that was a uh, lady in the lady tramp. In the oh, tramp. is it lady yeah. in the tramp? Yeah. Fox and the Hound, though, that, that movie, was lit too. I cried so time. hard. I, I'll always cry if I watch Fox and the Hound. You know, everybody says that, but I think I haven't seen it. Where the Hound's like, get out of here, Fox. I don't remember the dark oh, yeah. stuff of it. Oh, it's fucking. I don't. It gets real dark. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. Dude, it, the movie is a, is, it's a commentary on race relations. Oh, yeah. No, for Like, sure. it's insane. Like, where they become friends, but then they can't or something like yeah. that? Yeah, it's yeah. the fox is black people. And the hound is white people, and it's about how racism is intrinsic in white culture, and mm, how, yeah. regardless of how you feel, you are taught that these people are lesser than you at this time in, yeah. in the world, Damn. and it's fucked up because it's a, it's this beautiful like friendship love story between these two people who cannot be together, and yeah. ultimately it's about whether they wow. can overcome what society good. says Damn. that they shouldn't should. It's been a very long time since I've seen it, but honestly, in today's climate you could honestly relate it to anything because it's a fox and a hound it's not a black person a white person so it could be it 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 speaks to it can speak to generations it can speak to the lgbt community is like to under like i think it's really beautiful it's just about acceptance it's about if you were born as one of the most accepted one of the accepted groups you should make it your point to reach out and be inclusive to less accepted or historically less accepted groups yeah. or or historically like undermined groups. It's just, it, it's a story for the ages. It's fantastic. It's back when Disney was still writing like really beautiful original movies and they've gotten really back to it lately, but yeah. Like which ones uh, lately are like the ones that Moana stick out to you and Coco? Yeah, I haven't seen Coco sure. yet. I don't like Coco. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of Coco, but it's a gra- it's an original movie. It's yeah, a, an original story, I like and I appreciate it. I appreciate anybody who's putting out original storylines right yeah. now. Why is it that you and don't not like rehashing it? shit? I don't like it because it felt really forced to me. I thought Pixar did a fantastic job animating it and drawing it, and like the guitar work, like all the fingering is proper and correct on it. It's really beautiful. And like the songs are really cool, but it's just uh, it's kind of a force. The writing staff is made clunky. up of in- all white men except for one Hispanic gentleman, and so it's a movie about Hispanic culture from a white from perspective, white people. White and it's like yeah. hire a Hispanic group if yeah. you're going to tell a story about Hispanic people, and I'm sure they've done it plenty of other times too. But I'm just saying, like, that's why, and and it, that's not ex- the only reason why I don't like it, but it's definitely one of the reasons why I don't like it. Why I don't like it is just it didn't resonate with me that much. Yeah. And if you want to say that's because I'm white and it's because I'm closed-minded, whatever you want, like I just didn't really like. I don't care what you think of me. I just didn't really enjoy that movie as much as I enjoyed, say, Moana. Yeah. Moana is my favorite Disney movie to come out in the last ten years. It was good. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um. Going back to The Lion King really quick. The only reason I'm not excited for that for a live action is it's not a live action compared to the other movies. It's, 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 a, it's a CGI and they talk. Compared to like Jungle Book? Well, so I still haven't seen Jungle Book. Oh, fuck. I know, I know, I know, I know. You haven't seen Endgame. There's a list. Yes. Do you want them Jungle Book's to have a better movie. humans? Well, no, I don't play. think it's a movie that needed to be remade into a live action. Oh, I feel I, like they're going to do incredible. it scene for scene, just CGI. I feel Which like then, that's cool. I heard that's what they did with Aladdin. Movie, don't yeah. call it live action. 
because True. it's not. Because CGI is the new animation. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's but they is. look like real lions and not like cartoons, Ray. <laughs> you find, yeah. me a, you it's find realism. me Timon and Pumbaa in real life doing what they're doing in that movie, and I will love this Timon movie. and Pumbaa with the hula skirts <laughs> distracting <laughs> a real-ass warthog. Exactly. <laughs> no, you just put a hula skirt on I will on probably it. enjoy it, but I do not look at it as a live-action movie like they're trying to push it to be. What yeah. about What about the Aladdin movie? I want to see it. Really Do you consider that a live action? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's humans the genie it. is like all CG. But I'm just saying, like, no, that I'm trying to fair. find your line. If all the fucking shit in Marvel's Avengers is CG, yeah, it's dude. all CG. I is that where? But that, they're promoting. Is, is Josh Brolin giant and purple, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so if that's his life, if, in the if that's how you define it, then I'm sorry, but then DC has a better, like, better animated <laughs> movies than than Marvel does because okay, they're fantastic. All right. Are we excited for Stranger Things? Obviously! And It Chapter 2. Oh, money on both. I'm excited for that new Chucky movie. <laughs> You're not? I've never seen you it. Say that one that one. Oh! Is, is everybody else as excited for the new Chucky movie, Child's Play, no. as I am? Aubrey no. Plaza so amazing. Is she is. So you gotta come see it with me, Aaron. No. Oh, I'm gonna be done. They're ruining in, Child's it's Play. For some reason, it, this one isn't like he's just not getting to him as much. No, what, really? Chucky shit? Yeah. No. Oh, no. I does... heard you used to have an issue with oh, yeah. Chucky. I wrote about it, but in there in that post, I also wrote about how I confronted it. So yeah. Chucky doesn't Amen. fuck no, with me anymore. I am so mad at that movie. I was so excited because, you know, Mark Hamill is voicing him. Yeah. Mm hmm. But they're taking away the entire story of, of the, the murderer uh, the taking possession, shit. the voodoo stuff, possessing the doll. Yeah. Now it's just an AI doll. No, it's Black That's Mirror meets Chucky. It's good. Dumb. <laughs> Do you not like Black Mirror? <laughs> I've never watched it. Oh, oh it's so it, good. That, that makes sense. They're basically pulling from Black Mirror. They're basically like, we're Black Mirror and Then make Chucky. Black Mirror the movie. They and did. make it. It's called Bandersnatch. Don't call it <laughs> Child's fantastic. Place. I know, I know they did. But that's what they're doing. But like Universal it's not is Child's Play. But Universal is redoing all these old horror movies, like because they wanted to make a Universal uh, Monsters universe, yeah. but they're not going to now. Now they're just making the movies. But the they ones that they're making are so good. And it'll and what it'll Was do the is good. With yeah, because I, I loved it. Sucked, which no, I, I wanted to see. I it, loved it. I, I feel also like it feel like, 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 like all movies. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I mean. There, there are a couple that I don't. But like, I really like. I am the kind like of person Wally. who's not the. I'm not the person who's gonna nitpick every issue with yeah, with every movie. I yeah. just enjoy yeah. when somebody puts in the heart and the effort to create something. I will appreciate it. Have yeah. you? You gotta watch that. Uh, Netflix just dropped this movie called "I'll Always Be Your Maybe." That oh yeah, good. I really enjoyed it. I Is watched it, it yesterday. It was funny. It was good. Yeah, I'll have to I, check it out. I just love uh, Ali Wong. Yeah, so her Ali Wong's being so great. in it was awesome. And then that guy Russell. She's such a savage on the stage too. Oh she's God. a monster. She's an incredible comic, dude. She's literally like, released two of the best specials I've seen. In the and last she was pregnant in both of them. She's fucking hilarious. <laughs> was it the same baby or was it two different babies? <laughs> different babies. <laughs> oh, shit. Staying here for two years. She's <laughs> huffing them out. She's huffing them out like a fucking uh, punt returner. All right. So, Mahafsi says, speaking of plugging stuff you like, we should check out Hercules Moana, How Far I'll Go the Distance mashup by Scott and Ricey Joe. I'll have to check oh, that out. I assume that's that'd a, be pretty interesting. Is that it's a Chris, mashup song. Chris, yeah. is that on YouTube or is that on it's Spotify? It's on both. Or... It might be on both, yeah. It might not be on YouTube. <laughs> Your sister says, nope, burn Chuck. <laughs> 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 All right, will do. Chris, text me that. 
Yeah, definitely. I'll Text watch that. the link. Yeah, we'll have to throw yeah. it up. Or throw it in the chat. That'd be awesome to see later. Well, um, um, where are we at on time? you got to go. Well, we passed an hour. We're at well, an I know, hour 30. Sure, yeah, he's safe. I'm fine. we got to go. I'm fine. I don't, the show doesn't start until 7.30. I'm taking You're just giving West your side story. Some so. adding. Oh. Yeah. Where's that at? Fifth Ave. Oh okay. Uh, Fifth Half Theater. Yeah. Oh snap. Yeah, she just she just found the how, how, she was like, culture. How's your girl dealing with the the all the nights of stand up? You know, it's funny because we've always lived pretty far apart from each other. Yeah. Like when we first started dating, I was living in Everett and she was living in Cleelum. Oh jeez. And then when she moved, she'd only moved to Federal Way. So the distance has made it so we only really get to see each other once a week. And at first, that was kind of hard for me. But then I kind of like realized it's really great for making us be able to love each other and still be very independent people. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, for sure. I, when, when we make plans to see each other and spend nights together, that's what I do. I don't go out and do comedy on those nights. It's like, those are my nights with her. And like, it makes you appreciate the, you guys. Time oh gosh. Her. Yeah. I, I love spending time with her. Like, like con like when we're together, I spent, we're not apart at any point during the time where we're together, but when we're not hanging out together, we're two hours apart. Like, yeah. and we talk every day and everything, but it's really nice to just have like the first year of our relationship to be separated by two hours of drive time. So, you oh, know, for sure. Well, like codependency. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely like, it's, it's definitely is difficult. Like me and Chelsea literally have like, there's been maybe like, uh, on two hands, I could count how many times it's been like more than a day than we've seen each yeah. other, you know, like, and that definitely does like, lend itself to like codependent issues yeah. and i have issues with codependency for sure i have issues with like wanting people to to love me and appreciate me and take me in and it's like i'm i've been going down this fucking serious rabbit hole of spirituality lately and really working on myself and i've realized how good of a thing it it's is that, that micro dose <laughs> fuck a micro dose i take a, a, a mono dose <laughs> That macro. I, I dive into the rabbit hole, my friend. Um, <laughs> um, like I've been really ever since I read Comedy Sex God because he talks. It's like a little bit of comedy, a little bit of his life and sex, and then the second fifty percent of that book is about like his views on God. And I've always really appreciated Pete Holmes' views on God because he's very spiritual. He's very into Ram Dass, and like him and Duncan are really good friends. And so I've just been kind of diving into that stuff and like finding, like. Kind of just picking apart, Are you like vegan now. No, that's <laughs> Fuck that. I'll always eat meat. Yeah. Um. But like, I, 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 I love that I'm at a point in my life where I can kind of pick and pull ideas from different religions and just kind of like yeah. live by them. I think like, the internet can be beneficial in that way. It's yeah. Like we have these access to all these like yeah. mentors, which is very helpful. Yeah, yeah. There's so much that I've learned about like my body and like being calm and like pulling like thought processes from Buddhism or from like uh, other re religions just based off like some of the online mentors that I yeah. subscribe to. Like there's so much I can learn it, on a day-to-day -day basis that can better me somehow. Yeah. It's really interesting because when I first started getting into like Ram Dass and people like that and like I was worried because the first thing Pete talks about and the first thing that Duncan talk about are like they found their teacher in Ram Dass and uh, and Ramdas's teacher and like I'm like so my immediate first thought was like man I need somebody who will pour into me again because it's been a long time since I've had somebody to pour into me mm -hmm. and uh, then I came around to this Ramdas quote though basically in layman's terms says like like a truly enlightened person 
uh, their teacher is society. Their teacher is everyone they surround themselves with. So they don't need one in in individual person to tell them exactly what to do. And like, so I really picked that up. And lately I've been living by like this, uh, this Hindu, uh, ideal called Leela, which is actually what Pete named his daughter. And Leela is basically the idea that, um, the, the almighty God Brahman basically created everything as a play. Leela translates basically into play. And, uh, it's like basically the, the, the way it, you use it for your day to day is like your life is a play. Your life is a show. It's a movie. And, and, constant positivity and no conflict is never a good movie Uh so like you 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 like the episodes of 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 game of thrones where people get killed or people get hurt or like it doesn't look like they're going to come back from this because it makes it so much more gratifying when they come back from this so it's like basically pete kind of described it as like was that a good episode if you get through a particular portion of your life or you're in a particular portion of your life just remind yourself that this is going to be a great episode yeah Uh this is a fantastic episode because these, like, the audience is going to leave me not knowing what's going to happen next. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen next. If I'm like, you know, in a bunch of debt, or like my car just got smashed up the other day, like, and I'm have no idea how I'm going to get it fixed and everything. Like, it's like this is a good. It's still a good episode. It's a, yeah. it's a fantastic story. That's what I posted the other day. That I was like, life's always good. Today it's better. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, love your existence. Like, yeah. Because the thing is, like, yeah, even the bad days. I mean, like, those are some of the best episodes we have, according to you guys. Is like oh, yeah. the ones where we're fucked. And we're just like, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about? Yeah. This is gay. Yeah. That, like, I mean, sorry to use that term. No, and that's what Leela is. Is just appreciating the negativity in your life just as much as you can appreciate the positivity in your life because the they both need each other to balance each other out to create each other. And so I've just been really like relishing and living in like living in the negativity, negativity, the negative portions of my life. And it really has benefited me because it makes the positive parts of my life so much cooler. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, man, I've got all these problems in my life, but then I went up and had a fucking amazing set the other night. And it's yeah. just like, man, I can really it's pull myself about- out of the muck and mire on my own. It's also yeah. about equating your life down into those types of seconds mm-hmm. too, rather than you like those micro doses of dopamine rather than these macro, like is this month I lost $10,000. Yeah. And it's like, that could be a terrible month, but yeah. like, did you learn something? Did you have build a relationship with yeah. a friend that month? Did you like, there's so many things that add insane value, like beyond monetary mm-hmm. or beyond like surface level emotion or beyond physical or m- emotional pain. Like there's so many things things that equate value mm-hmm. and then it's just like acknowledging those with the same power which we acknowledge the negative stuff yeah as like that creates that like the excitement of that dichotomy and like the ability to appreciate what life is as like this larger like portion like this drawing like there's no like there's no excitement in art if there's no shadows or in yeah. pictures you know yeah and like i've also been kind of using this system of like payment like i think to myself like okay if going through all that negativity was the payment for this really incredible like positive thing that i never knew existed happening to me like would i pay that again would i pay that price again absolutely like it, oh you uh got kicked out of your apartment and you had to like couch surf for a little while 
but you ended up getting way closer to this really great friend of yours that you have kind of like separated away from because you had to like settle up and just ask him for help and be like, Hey, can I crash on your couch? And then you guys got way closer. Would you pay that price again? Would you pay the instability of life? Would you, would you be willing to go through how scary and instable it got for those couple nights that you probably had to sleep in your car? And then like you were worrying about where you're going to go or where your next meal is or where that's going to, would you pay that again? For the, for the opportunity to get, like, <laughs> closer to your family and friends. And, yeah, I'd pay it again. And yeah. so, like, I look at those and I look at these payment systems and I'm like, like, something really shitty happens to me. Like, my car like my car accident. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to see what I'm paying for here. Uh-huh. Like, I can't wait to see what this down payment is going to lead to. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's that, that sign, cosine, like, yeah. a constant line and you're moving above and yeah. below consistently. And that's what creates, like, you know, like perfection isn't had without yeah so i'm just like trying to like really learn how to like live in the moment live be here now is something that ram das is like co-signed on it's the name of his first book and it's like just revel in those negative moments like sit in them like bask in them kind of like if something really shitty happens just like feel that emotion cry really if you're gonna cry cry really fucking hard like get that shit going like fucking play it up because you you don't know if you'll ever feel this bad ever again and if you're gonna feel this bad now you might as well really fucking feel it yeah Yeah. so i've just been getting really into that and just like super psyching myself up about my life because regardless of where where i'm at now like 10 years from now it's gonna be all worth it lit lit so lit boy and ray's gonna have a lego podcast by that time hopefully yeah (laughs) fucking better (laughs) all right boys I yeah. love you guys so much. We're probably going to close going. it here yeah. anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Dinner. We love you guys. Uh, this has been episode 28. 28, right? Yes. Yep. This is the Best Friends podcast. Thank you, Dan and Ray, for being here. Absolutely. Love you both Thank so you so much. much for having me. Thank you, everyone in the chat, for yeah. Yeah, interacting with us. That was up. super dope. Ooh. Make sure that you, it should be like right around here. Follow us. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I plug my stuff really quick? No, of no, course. Go for it. Cool. Yeah. Um, you can find our uh, podcast on YouTube right now. Um, all you have to do is search up uh, Rafinski Prom. That's R-I-F-F-I-N-S-K-Y-P-R-O-M. Um, that's the YouTube page that our uh, podcast is on. And then if you want to find my vlogs, you find me at uh, Dane Drumhiller on YouTube. Uh, my Twitter is Dane Drumhiller. And my Instagram is Story of a Hurricane with underscores between the words. Whoop. And then Ray is at Ray Ray the Lego, Lego Guy. Ray Ray the Lego Guy. One Ray word. Ray the Lego Guy. Yep. One word R A Y or R E Y? A Y. R A Y. That's what I thought. R A Y. R A Y the lego guy and then he also has a personal instagram if you want to hit him up specifically sure. at ray mahefi right mahefi mahefi fuck spell that shit sound... you might have to get that right i know now. dude i'm so bad i literally was like recording a video earlier today and i was saying both your guys's last names and i was like i'm just cutting the last names because i know i'll fuck them up <laughs> it's so annoying yeah you plug can plug it. that one. You can spell it so that people know how to get there. Oh, so it's uh, Raymond Mahaffey, R-A-Y-M-O-N-D, Mahaffey, M-E-H-A-F-F-E-Y. And at Ray Ray the Lego guy's the big one where you're going to find all the cool Lego stuff. So. Our Instagram, if you guys are in the chat and you don't know who we are al- uh, already, uh, our Instagram is at B-F-A-W-H-Y. Uh, our website is B-F-A-W-H-Y.com. Facebook, same shit. 
my personal is at Dylan Whiskey Alpha, and Aaron is at a Newman nine thousand. Thank you guys. That's a yep. lot of fucking just berating you. With <laughs> following, Pause but, and rewind. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah, just figure it out. Get back fucks. ten seconds. Whatever. We love you. But episode twenty eight. Thank you guys. Bye. Woo, thank bye. you. A pillowcase of pigeons. Hello, and the stream is ending. As you can see. Thanks for dropping in though. <laughs> yeah, guys. Thank you so much. Come back next week or whenever we do this again, man. <laughs> Yeah, the replay will be up like pretty much immediately I think following it's immediately, this. Yeah. You can check it. Oh shit, yeah. I just got here. Left my fucking. Who was that? Off. That's alright, you can rewatch it. I don't know who our case of pigeons is. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Best Friends Ask Why podcast. If you like what you heard today, we'd really appreciate it if you could go on whatever service you use to listen or watch the podcast and leave us a review. Five-star reviews are what helps spread the word and build a community around our podcast. If you have any cool guest ideas, questions, or just want to reach out, hit us up on our social media at B-F-A-Y. That's B-F-A-W-H-Y. One last time, thank you very much, and we look forward to hearing from you.